Fate Moon Archive, a podcast <laughs> about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, and joining me is... I'm Ben Enns. The thing about these, it always sounds like I start the episode giggling for no reason, but Fen will go from something absurd directly into the intro for these episodes, so I'm always giggling, so it always makes me look like a weirdo because Fen cuts the first bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's always funny is the thing. It's never not funny. This is a lie. It's often not funny. I think it's funny, clearly, because I'm laughing. Uh-huh. Uh, Hisui inversion impulse. I'm doing these off the top of my head, and my memory is not great. Hisui inversion impulse. Uh, Tone of Family Con game. Tone of Family Con game and Dawn. Dawn. We're also doing the uh, five summer festivals and yep. Dreaming Drinking Moon and fun bonus <laughs> of uh, alternate version of Dreaming Drinking Moon written by the original author. That is way better in some ways and also I really dislike in some ways. Yeah. We'll get there. It's we'll, interesting. We'll definitely get there. It reads way more like, well, a lot of a lot of this game reads like fan fiction. And I mean that both affectionately and derogatorily. Uh-huh. Whether or not it's actively written by Nasu. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. After we... We're gonna we do... We should do content warnings now, okay. I guess, because... Well, so, after we cover all of that, okay. Ben and I have thoughts about Caligula Effect 2 mm-hmm. that we can't help but get out. Yes. Uh, that will be taking the place of the normal Yuri Tea Time. Yes. Probably. Uh, and then go at the end of the podcast because it's going to be a chunky one. If we time, we have time. We have at least one question that Marin sent in too. We should oh do. yeah. Uh huh. I was going to say that we should do that as like a we'll have an episode before stay night where we could hit a bunch of questions. We could do it. We might have time now though. Yeah. So we might as well. I asked. Yeah. Um, one person sent a question. We don't have any others waiting besides the Gundam one, right? If you have questions. You can email them to cryingrollsactually at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at cryingrolls. Should we do content warnings? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Notably, these are content warnings for the entire episode because Kaleo Effect has... Uh, has some interesting stuff in it. Interesting stuff that is, yeah, pretty heavy at points. Uh, Fen, do you want to read the content warnings? I guess. This episode carries content warnings for discussions of violence, careless handling of topics of mental health and disability, sexual assault, incest, misogyny, death, and I'm going to say transphobia. Mm. Or gender essentialism, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, let's dive in. Flower so you want to do of Thanatos? You want to do the Caligula effect discussion after, not as a warm up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That means I have to face flowers, flower of Thanatos, right now, Fan. Uh huh. I was. <laughs> Ben's literal first note is, "Hi, Fan. I'm playing this uh, five feet away from you while you raid," which is very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Flower of Thanatos. How do you unlock Flower of Thanatos? Uh, you so there's an option at night to dream. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh right. And you can you can see a land sex scene, you or can, you can see a land foot job scene. Uh huh. Or or you can select most of the characters, and Chiki is like, 
Meh, not tonight. Or you select Hisui and Kahaku. And that just really just sets up. Immediately sets up a. You know what you're getting into if you select this option. You know, Fan, we've had a lot of episodes where we've had a content warning for incest, where it it being about Shiki and Akiha, who are not blood family but treat each other as family so it's weird we're blissfully almost free of that today Uh uh-huh but here's the thing nasu was like what if twins though (sighs) we'll get there ben what's happening fan shiki drags himself out of bed sorry shiki drags himself out of sleep Mm-hmm. doesn't even drag himself out of bed um he's corrupted <laughs> he feels awful uh he eats breakfast with the maids that's nice yeah akiha is absent uh-huh for some reason shigi knows that it has been hundreds of mornings like this he knows that he's stuck in a dream mm-hmm. and he feels awful <laughs> yeah there's some stuff where I'm like, if I didn't know exactly where this going is going, this would be cute. Oh, he sweet drinks apple tea in the morning. That sounds cute. Oh, he sweet and Kohaku uh, have always treated each other as if the other is extremely fragile. So there's like a distance between them. But now it's starting to heal and they're acting like close sisters again. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. But I know where this is going because this is a, a series of sex scenes. Uh-huh. So... The setup for this is Shiki and the maids are living in the mansion. There is no outside world. Uh, there's no other people. They can't remember any other people. Uh, the And nothing ever changes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not a good dream. It's gone on yeah. too long. It's gotten a little weird. It's the kind of thing that is like, oh, yeah, you had a dream one day. And that was, like, nice. Uh-huh. But this is like, oh, every day is the same. Uh-huh. Yeah, apparently the maids don't seem to either either don't seem to notice or don't seem to care that it's just mm-hmm. repeating in a loop. They don't really reference things that happened in other days. Mm-hmm. Uh what's Shiki doing to spice things up? Uh, uh Shiki's having a lot of sex. Yeah, consensual and otherwise. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh <laughs> Uh, apparently he's been sexually assaulting the maids occasionally just to keep things spicy uh-huh uh this is by the way the last of these last of the stories in this besides the festivals that are written by nasu yeah my i i just opened up my notes for this mm-hmm. uh, i've been going off of pens my literally my first note is this rules except for where it's going yeah which is just like my opinion on a lot of this the the bit about Kohaku and Hisui being too careful with each other is really nice. Interesting, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Because they each think the other is extremely fragile. Uh-huh. That's a I, good bit. I even like the bit of, like, Shiki being like, oh, yeah, like, waking up and being like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't want to... Like, there's a... Yeah. There's something I, I, I like there of, like, yeah, sometimes, like, it is a nice dream, but having having that dream be like shoved in your face and be like didn't you want more of this it's the fun yeah 
it's the existential horror of paradise, right? Yeah. Where like uh-huh. everything's always good, nothing ever really changes. So it's just the most miserable experience that you can possibly have. And your choices are to hate it or to have your brain go so numb from paradise that you just don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Catch me uh, reviewing the Bible in real time. <laughs> so we have three sex scenes to choose from. Kohaku, Hisui, and uh, both. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was started with Kohaku. I think I started with Hisui. I think I just went with the order they were in. Then I might have started with Kohaku. I don't remember. Um, Shiki has a remarkable like pickup artist quality to the way he's talking about the girls, <sighs> which is really horrible. Uh huh. Oh. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the le- and the writing is Nasu classic sex writing with such I powerful would... lines as ha ah ah doing it from behind. <laughs> I would say it's yeah, it is like him at his at his best. Mm-hmm. He's already done. He's apparently finally played a, a an H game. I think we talked about this on our first episode. Where are you being like, facetious? Uh, yeah. Well. I think I talked about this on our first episode. Uh, according to the like intro screens, he had not played a, an H game before this. Uh huh. Before or sorry, before releasing Tsukihime. Yeah. So by the time that this came out, he had, uh, which is fascinating. Uh huh. Now, um, okay, this is continuing something that I did not like from the other Kohaku sex scenes. Uh, that I picked up on where it's treating Kohaku as a per- having a particularly naturally lewd body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's way more pronounced here and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shiki's being like an extra creep. You know, he's never good during sex scenes, but yeah. he's like ca- insulting her and calling her a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like constantly, constantly he's like, this sucks, and I hate this, and I I don't like doing this to people. It, yep, uh, it feels like Nasu staring at the reader and being like, I hate this. Yeah. I'm in hell. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's having fun writing it, which is very much projection on our part. We don't know how he's feeling, but, like, there's so many comments of, hey, fuck you for reading this. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the... I think he is on record as saying he doesn't like writing sex. Uh-huh. It's it's clear that he's not an expert at it. No. Um but but in most of those sex scenes, it doesn't feel like Nasu staring at you the reader and going, "Hey, hey, you sicko." Uh-huh. This is what you wanted, wasn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. stop fucking bothering me then. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh, let's see. So they have sex until Shiki's testicles hurt, and then they <laughs> then they wrap up for dinner. Uh-huh. Kohaku just kind of quietly goes to make dinner. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Fen, did you check this? I'm pretty sure that these CGs are just CGs from the first game. I was going to, and then realized that I deleted my against or Tsukihime folder. So I don't have, I could not check, but 99% sure that the CGs for the first two sex scenes are just CGs from the first game, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, every time you finish um, one of these scenes, it just like cuts to the next day, basically. 
Yeah. Uh, or like it ends and you have to start the whole thing over. Yeah. But it's very short. Uh, choice two is Hisui. Um, yeah. Oh, right. This is um, Shiki while talking about Hisui while meeting up with Hisui while she's cleaning mm-hmm. is like, oh, it seems like Kohaku is enjoying herself, but Hisui is kind of depressed because it seems like she's like started to figure out that something is wrong and she's worried about him. Uh, but he's still gonna fuck her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure is. Yeah, Shiki like tries his best to control himself and not uh order her to have sex with him, which is not a courtesy he managed for Kohaku. Mm-hmm. And then it's the end of the day, and he wakes up and he sweet sucking his dick. Yep, yep, that's what happens. Um, fun fun fact for her scene: not only are these CGs from Tsukihime, I'm pretty sure all of these are CGs from the Kohaku disguised as Hisui sex scene. Oh, that's fascinating. which is pretty funny. Her whole thing: she starts crying basically as he tells her to stop because she is aware that they are trapped in this nightmarish cycle, mm-hmm. and the only thing she can do to him is alleviate to alleviate his like existential horror is to uh, suck him off every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one has even tried to get out of this dream, as far as I could tell. They were just uh, lamenting. Uh huh. I think Shiki says the words, "It really is a stupid story." <laughs> Nasu turning to the reader. Shiki talks about how Hisui's so wet she must have pissed herself a couple of times. Uh-huh. For a while. Really A-tier sex writing, Ben. <laughs> the act of pumping doesn't stop, Ben. <laughs> uh, he calls her a bedwetter. And then, uh, in another moment of kindness and consideration that Kohaku doesn't get, they sleep cuddling. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's cute that's the only good bit of this this is killing me why does Kogu always get the fucking short end of the stick good question mm-hmm. the kakatsu toy is con- tradition of treating Kogu like shit alright Ben it's time well you've tried one of them two of them two of them not, not like this not like this not in any way with these two no the mm-hmm, the opening of this is uh shiki's like hey kahaku yeah you come to my room tonight and bring she's like Hisui. okay and then she's like oh yeah <laughs> just weird uh, i think that there there is the implication at least if not uh like it said outright that this is the first time that shiki's had this idea of like better try something new oh okay I wasn't sure I got that, but... I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but... Let's see. Shiki talks about them being identical a lot. Which mm-hmm. That's not really... Twins aren't actually identical identical. I'm particularly bad at faces, so I have a hard time telling, like, twins who are dressed similarly apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I'm getting on my high horse, but, like, come on, Shiki, you live with them. They also don't dress the same. They don't dress the same. We start with blowjob. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They both got, like, hollow eyes, which is fun. Hisui still has the maid cap. Of course she maid does. Maid cap stays on during sex. It absolutely has to. Uh, you need to be reminded that she is a maid. 
Uh-huh. Kohaku's spending a lot of time being mean to Hisui. Uh-huh. This is like... I would... I would settle for... At this point, I'm just bargaining with the game. I would settle for step-siblings. <laughs> Ideally not related at all. Uh-huh. But if they had to be, at least just make them adopted sisters. Uh-huh. Not identical twins. Yeah. There's a great... There's a CG with a great face, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I couldn't screen cap it because Kohaku's face is inches away from her sister's puss. But... <laughs> Uh, she's got like uh, Kaku's doing her hollow eye thing, and she's got her little tongue out like blip. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a cute face. Oh okay. Kohaku, Kohaku implies that they have all three had sex before, but oh. usually Hisui's mostly just there and isn't the center of attention. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kohaku is bullying Hisui again, and Hisui's like, why are you being so mean to me? And she says, you must be an idiot. It's obvious that it's because I hate you, Hisui. You know the saying that if love turns into hate, it's even more hateful. Wow. I could see that. Uh Uh-huh. I could see Kohaku being resentful to Hisui. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so this is like, it turns into like lesbian stuff for a while. Which is, this This strengthens my belief that Nasu just hates dicks. Uh-huh. It's not sex in general that Nasu can't stand writing. Because, mm-hmm. like, he just writing has, is, like, fine. He just has a particular problem describing penises. Yep. Although, Ben, uh, mollusks are referred to you're not right. once. You're right. Not once, but twice The thing the is, scene. he describes all genitalia poorly but he has this particular hatefulness (laughs) and like anger towards dicks that's that is fair Uh uh-huh he simply is incompetent listen i know that we're gonna get to the boiled pussy someday fan (laughs) but we're not there yet kohaku licks hisui's cheek like a cat (laughs) that's cute well i say that but theoretically it's cute yeah uh, you want to read this uh, Kohaku line? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Again, if this wasn't if this wasn't a sex scene between identical twins or even just like blood related siblings, I would be so much happier because Kohaku says, yes, Shiki-san, please make Hisui cry even more. She like licks her tears up, I uh-huh. think. <laughs> a little more. Become a little more broken, Hisui. You know. I really want to hear the sound of Hisui crying. This would rule so much. Why did Nasu have to do this to us? Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a, a fascinating made sandwich CG mm-hmm. uh, with just a lot of limbs in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I made a joke about it being a made sandwich and then Nasu literally calls it a made sandwich. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, and then we get an infamous CG of the two of them, uh, without the maid cap and without the ribbon, uh, yelling and crying and holding hands. Uh, it's obviously mid-sex, but it's cropped in a way where you can't see, like, titties or anything. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, (laughs) Fen, what is notable about this picture? It is on both of their wiki pages. (laughs) typhoon wiki both hisui and kohaku's wiki pages include this very obviously from a sex scene cg we get support for my one maid theory 
that has been disproven at this point several times over. Completely disproven and trampled on by everything in the game. The mirror-like couple facing each other might have been, in fact, one person from the beginning. That thought runs through my jumbled head. Single maid theory, Ben! It's back! It's alive! It's back and it's bad, Fen. (laughs) They're two girls. That is apparently the notable thing that makes it worth putting on the wiki. Uh, that they look the same. <laughs> I'm sorry? Well, the line is, the, the, the caption for that image is, Kohaku and Hisui after becoming unrecognizable from each other. What is that? It's such a weird sentence. Yeah. Feels like somebody just wanted to put a horny image on the wiki page. Yeah, uh-huh. I was talking about this in the Abnormal Mapping Discord, but I feel like Kohaku especially is very much like Ilya in that if I met someone I didn't know who described themselves as a Kohaku fan, I would be very suspicious of them. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> uh-huh. Hisui finishes, and we get him thinking that maybe this went from being his dream to their dream at some point, Um, which is a, definitely a thing, a reoccurring bit in Kagetsu Toya, but the thing is, it doesn't seem like a good dream for them either. Well... The thing about them is that they're both kind of miserable, and I can see them having dr- fucked up dreams. Yeah, but if, yeah, if you meet, if you take dream as in the thing that you like, the images that you see when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think either of them would wish for this. No. <sighs> so yeah, that's flowers of Thanatos. It wasn't very good. No, I think the the thing I like most from it is like. I get a certain amount of satisfaction and enjoyment from Nasu openly hating the reader. <laughs> anyway, aside from that, there is nothing of nothing of value worth here. here. Yeah, nothing of value here. They really, really decided to end Kohaku's con- contribution to this set of stories with that. Yeah. Well, we've got some interesting stuff coming up. Yeah. We... We have some of my favorite stuff coming up eventually. Not the next one, although it has its moments. Hisui-chan, Inversion Impulse. You get this, if Shiki like, finds a, this book in Arcoid's room or something like that. Yeah, so I think both Arcoid and CL, I believe, if you uh-huh. go when they're not home and like look around their bed uh-huh. uh both of them i think both of them have books under their pillows mm-hmm. and this is one of them and uh tono family con game is the other uh i think yeah i think cl has con game uh and sh- that means that <laughs> cl has much better taste in writing than arc uh-huh. so yeah this is a fan written story this is by a person who I could not find, so I don't know if they've written anything else or mm-hmm. just under another name. Uh, Amane is the name yep. given. There's an IMDb page for them that just lists this game. Uh-huh. So some of the writers we I, I, I was able to track down because they've done other stuff. I but think two of them went on to actually do like real stuff. Right? Light novels. Yeah. Well, one did light novels. The other did visual novels. Pretty sure both of them have written light novels. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. The the author of Drinking Dreaming Moon did oh a bunch of VM. Then that's well three. As, oh yeah, because okay. there's dream, dream, there's wait there are four guest writers. Oh, as far as I know, 
then only one of them I wasn't able to find. Because I, I, one of them wrote Overlord, one of them wrote that uh, something else, and then that last person is a... Maybe I'm wrong. Well, we'll find out. We can cut that bit. My, the s- first thing I notice is that the writing is bad. <laughs> there are so many parentheses in this. Like, or parenthetical, like, statements. Which is... This is, this is how I write, and I am not a good writer. <laughs> I... The thing is, is I write like I think, uh-huh. which includes lots of like asides mm-hmm. and and half finished sentences. Uh huh. Uh huh. I clean up some of that for the podcast, mm-hmm. um, so that you all don't have to sit me th- sit, so that you all don't have to sit through me, starting a sentence, having another thought, mm-hmm. shifting gears to that thought, and never finishing the first one, leading to an incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. set of words that come out of my mouth but anyway this is the first one wh- that i look at and i'm like okay if you hadn't told me that nasu didn't write this i still would have ne- been able to know uh-huh you know what i mean the other one's like i could be like eh, maybe nasu had a weird day <laughs> yeah but this one's like okay this is not good yep shiki's waiting for hisui he hears a big crash downstairs and goes to check it out uh, Akiha's demanding to know what he did to her, and uh, he's like, what do you mean? And she gives him the little sister punch. Mm-hmm. This is a reoccurring... This was funny to me the first time, kind uh-huh. of, but she will continue to use different little sister-themed moves to uh-huh. beat the shit out of him as the story continues. Constantly. Yep. I've, I've said that Kagetsu Toy is uh, like exercise and beating a joke to death, uh, and this it is typified here. This is what I mean by, like, fanfiction parentheses derogatory. Yes. Because uh, it's like, oh, yeah, this is the, uh, those are cool action figures. What if I, like, smashed them together mm-hmm. uh, and just, like, yeah, did the same joke over and over and over again for uh-huh. each character? So the sofa's torn up. The tea set is broken. Uh, there's graffiti on the walls, including Shiki love. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh uh this is like the most one of the most interesting like bits in this uh nania is here yeah uh this this is set after the hisui true or the hisui um good ending wherein kohaku survives but takes a different name uh because she's lost her memories and is unsettled by the name kohaku Uh uh-huh so yeah nania is here yeah we're Weird decision. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Because Nadia uh-huh. doesn't exist in anything else. That that version of her of that girl who goes on to lose her memories and become a different, sad, like more somber person mm-hmm. doesn't exist in any of this stuff, and isn't isn't even like name checked. Mm-hmm. But of course, because this is a fan fiction, uh, they just throw it in there, <laughs> like uh-huh. like it's nothing. And also treats her like she's the same as Kohaku. Well, it's like, this is a, like, someone seeing the Hisui route and going like, okay, but I want more of Hisui and Shiki together. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to write that and therefore, like, but also I want Kohaku around, so Nanaya's here. Uh Uh-huh. So Shiki's, oh yeah, she's on, (laughs) Nanaya's unconscious. Uh, (laughs) Apparently Hisui attacked her. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Shiki still says he didn't do anything, and uh, this is a funny bit where Hisui arrives looking normal, but the boss music is playing, or like the scary <laughs> like danger music is playing. Hisui calls him Shiki without without the sama, and then uh, rubs her face on him like a cat. That's cute. And Hisui and Akiha get into a fight because uh, Hisui doesn't want her punching Shiki anymore. Ciel mm-hmm. uh, leaps in through a window yep. for some reason. And it is funny. She like leaps in and is like, I'm here to save the day. And everyone just turns and yells at her for breaking the window. <laughs> That's almost funny. Uh-huh. Hisui's like, oh, come on. You're you're too old to go to Shiki's school. Yeah, and everyone knows that no one's saying anything uh-huh. about it. And then CL, CL has some great sprites uh-huh. that I've forgotten about because we haven't seen them in forever. But goes into her like... Her sharp-eyed like, killer yeah, mode. Yeah, sharp-eyed turns her shoulder like towards the camera. Akiha, Hisui is yelling at her. Akiha gets behind her and knocks her out. And CL uh, explains that this is an inversion impulse. Mm-hmm. So the maids, according to this, I do not think this is true. I think the maids are psychics, yeah. so to speak. But uh-huh. uh, in the uh, red demon god explained sense of someone who has spontaneous magical ability. But this claims that they have inhuman blood down the line very distantly. And thus are subject to inversion impulses. Mm-hmm. CL says that you have to treat the the cause of the inversion impulse in order to get it to go away. Yep. Everyone's talking about how it's Shiki's fault. Arcoid breaks through a different window. Um, uh, and everyone's like, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> Which is right. a good thing. Only CL recognizes her because she doesn't appear in this route. Uh-huh. And she's heartbroken. Uh, Arc is attacked by a chaos deer and leaves. She was just there for that joke. Mm-hmm. I think she shows up later. CL punches Nania in the stomach to activate a pressure point and wake her up. Hmm. The interesting thing, Nania is written pretty much like uh, Kohaku, mm-hmm. but is treated in the game. They use on, they use almost exclusively like Kohaku's more somber sprites, which is yeah. a nice touch, you yeah. know? Her like more hesitant smiles and uh-huh. things. So apparently, Hisui went into Nanya's room and read a manga. Ah, manga. The source of all the world's ills, according to Akiha. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it corrupted her innocent mind. Oh. Would you want to read this? <laughs> it's because she read such a worthless thing that she's become a delinquent 17-year-old. That's why she's susceptible to disobey her parents and do drugs. <laughs> The idea of Hisui disobeying parents and doing drugs is very funny to me. It was just a shoujo manga. Uh-huh. Uh, Hisui apparently looked very lonely after reading it. Turns out that Shiki sucks as a boyfriend. He's a terrible boyfriend. This is, since this is Hisui good ending, they're dating. Uh-huh. But yeah, he doesn't take her on dates, and she just got very envious of the romance in the shoujo, which triggered uh-huh. inversion impulse. Now they gotta change her back. Yeah, they're going to wake her up, and they're going to just cater to her until she's happy enough that she turns back to normal. Uh, Nania offers a mysterious syringe to wake up Hisui, uh, and CL offers to punch her in the stomach. And a joke that I think is repeated twice in this uh, is Shiki yelling, Ah, Nanaya-san is going to clean the expensive vase! And Hisui immediately wakes up screaming, Nisan, don't touch that! <laughs> That's a good bit. Uh-huh. It working twice is a good bit, even. Uh-huh. It's only used twice, which is remarkable restraint for Amane. 
Two things. One, I don't know necessarily that Nanio would break things in the same way that Kohaku does, because I always read that as an expression of her, like, upsetness. I feel like it was, yeah, it was somewhat subconscious. And uh, I also don't think that Nanio would necessarily be waving around mystery drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm talking about when I say that she's written just Mm -hmm. like regular Kohaku. Hisui wakes up and is mad, wants to attack Akiha, and Shiki's like, hey, you want to go on a date? You want to do something? Uh-huh. She gets really distracted, and she's like, I want, I want you to eat my cooking, and I want to go on a date. And he... <laughs> Maybe this has taken a turn for the worse. Yeah. <laughs> we know about Hisui's cooking. Uh-huh. That has not now, improved. Now, what exactly, Fen, is her picture of this beautiful dinner date? Oh, Ben, this is... There are the best some, bit in this. There are some good bits in this. And it's Hisui thinking about him kneeling obediently in the kitchen while she cooks for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants him to, him to be the dog in their pet play. Uh-huh. <laughs> and for him to eat her cooking off of a plate on the floor. There's an extended fantasy of Shiki calling her Hisui-sama and <laughs> uh, her feeding him on the on the floor and like it goes on for a while. She finishes describing this and Shiki is horrified. He like turns to Akiha and she's like, "Hisui, is it okay if I videotape it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very. Fu- it's a good bit that all the girls are like, "Yeah, this sounds fun." Uh huh. Yell's excited to pick out collars for Shiki. Uh huh. Ark shows up just to be give a thumbs up about it. Uh-huh. Shiki tries to distract them by yelling that there's a UFO, uh, and Hisui call ignores it and calls him lovely pets Han. Uh-huh. And then Shiki wakes up. Uh-huh. With Hisui standing over him, greeting him like normal. Yep. Uh she's hiding something beside behind her back. What is it? Uh she just claims it's the weather. Which is <laughs> Which is, I can't remember if it was something else that I watched mm-hmm. or read, or if it was somewhere else in this. But there's there is an extended joke somewhere else that is also just like something's going on. Mm, nope, just the weather. Uh-huh. He again pulls the like, oh look, Nana Yasan is cleaning the most ex- expensive vase in the house, and she like turns <laughs> Nissan. No, <laughs> uh, she has hypnotism for dummies behind her back. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, and she's like, did you see it? <laughs> and then laughs suspiciously. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Yeah, uh-huh. She's like, haha, it worked. Mm-hmm. He's sweet. Uh, you know, he's sweet. You could just say. Uh-huh. He's dumb as a brick, you know? You could just That's say, just hey, I want to I want to go on a date with you. And also, I want you to be my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, maybe she does want that. <laughs> I, yeah. It felt like uh, her attempting to be like, hey, if you don't bring me on a date, you're, I'm going to fuck you up. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But, you know, she went right to pet play. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's the end of that. Not good. No, had a couple fun. It made us laugh a couple times, but it yeah. was fairly long for Fairly long for how the many number jokes. of... Like, that summary was significantly shorter yeah. than the thing itself. And we picked out the good parts and kind of glossed over a lot of the stuff that didn't work as well. 
Tono Family Con game. Tono Family Con game is I, really good. Ideally, I would leave more time in between my like wrap up thoughts on the last one and this one just to make it easier to cut. But I know that Ben is waiting there to to say the name of the next thing, and so I feel pressured to like I can't I can't give Ben more than like half a second, uh, or they will cut in. And yeah, Tono Family Con game rules. I'm Ben Ends, and I'm trying to keep the momentum up. This one starts off, and I was like, or after He Sweet Inversion Impulse, I was like, Tone of Family Con game. Bet that's a uh, also a jokey, funny, like not very good one. It's definitely jokey. Uh huh. But okay, two things about this. Yes. One, it's very good, and two, it's it is probably better written than most of Nasu's writing in Kagetsu Toya. <laughs> yeah it's almost like like it's a comedy yeah i don't think that nasu knows how to write like he can write comedic scenes he can't write a comedy i don't yeah he can't write a at least at this point consistent like comedy yeah yeah he's Uh, not good at it he doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to not overuse jokes and he doesn't know how to like carry momentum through humor Mm -hmm. this is fan fiction parentheses uh like incredible yes uh like just such a yeah i think we'll we'll talk about it as we go through but like there's such a good understanding of who each character is yes uh or and then and or like how characters we don't have very much on how they should fit in yeah the mansion crew is eating lunch outside in the courtyard together which this is confirmed to they them eating lunch all together is confirmed in the rest of kagatsu toy Uh which is really nice cute that they still they still breakfast and dinner are still uh cold affairs where uh uh, sorry where shiki and akiha eat facing each other completely silent i think they eat separately for breakfast because shiki's never up in time Okay, right. And then dinner is like the grim, noble dinner. But he's standing behind Shiki yeah. and Kahaku standing behind Akiha. Yeah. But then lunch, they get to relax and eat mm-hmm. together, which is cute. Shiki remembers like hanging out in the courtyard as kids with Akiha and Hisui after like running around and playing games together. He said so- he says something about how if Akiha tried to chase him now, she would catch him instantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of her hair flickering red in this uh-huh. whenever she's mad, which is a good bit. They are bickering about who used to be better at tag, and Akiha turns to Kohaku for backup, and she says, well, even if you ask me to, even if you ask me to, I never played with you. Oh. Uh-huh. And then everyone freezes because they realize how badly they fucked up. Uh huh. Because <laughs> they've all been talking as if all of them were there. Yeah, Kahaku was not there. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Shiki's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," and she's like, "No, no, no. I'm, I'm just enjoying hearing your stories." And Shiki's like, "I've got an idea. What's his idea? Uh, why don't they play tag now so that Kahaku it's can nice like? Out. You can't like." give her memories of playing tag as a kid but like make new memories together that's really sweet Uh uh-huh that's a great idea uh they're all like uh what they're all fucking 17 they can play tag if they want it's not that weird Uh uh-huh he's like yeah yeah akiha in a very 
Akiha manner is like, well, I can't disagree, I guess. And then immediately like says, Kohaku, you have to play. Uh-huh. I'm ordering you as head of household. And also by democracy. Majority rules, yeah. <laughs> but apparently the mansion has a very specific rule set that I don't understand how would work with the number of people available to them previously because they uh-huh. need more people. Uh-huh. This- yeah, they would have had four total before, yeah. which would be... Uh-huh. Uppercase Shiki, Shiki, Akiha, and Hisui. So that's exactly how many they have now. So it's yeah. funny for them to be like, no, 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 we can't play this with more, more people. So their house rules are, it's not tag, it's demons versus humans, uh-huh. that's what they call it. Uh, the person who's it is a demon. Uh, the people that, the demon tags also become demons. And so the goal is for at least one human to remain after the time limit. Any surviving humans win. If the demons win, then the only actual winner is the original demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's betting. <laughs> and there's betting. Yeah. The winner bags all the treasures that everyone puts up. Uh-huh. Shiki's like... Akiha's like, yes, this is a, the the way the Tonos have always played tag. And Shiki's like, demons versus humans, huh? <laughs> we get the delayed title card. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, right. And... They're going to play tomorrow so that they can yeah. gather more people. Shiki's like, I've got some friends I can bring. And Kiha apparently doesn't see coming who he's going to be bringing. Because it's Arihiko, Arkweed, and CL. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Glad that they're all here. Now, one other classmate of his showed up. Who, Fen? Yumizuka. Yumizuka Satsuki, back from the dead to play tag. So this is clearly a near side ending. I think she dies in that uh, too. Does she? I think this is totally not canon. I think that, like, she's a vampire for sure. I well, don't know that she ever, I mean, like, yeah. She's CL not probably because... kills her at some point, but... Because the Kagetsu Toya takes place after the good, uh, after the Arcuid good end. Yeah. But with everyone else's thing wrapped up. Yeah. She's she's pretty dead, I think. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You, she's you, here. She's a vampire. She's still a vampire, yeah. Akiha's like, how, how is she up and about with during the day? It's cloudy. It's a cloudy day, apparently. <laughs> and Yumizuka's like, I'm a normal human girl. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Shiki, Akiha's still nervous, and Shiki's like, "Listen, Akiha, you're a monster. Arguid's a monster. It's ha- it's half monsters. It's fine." Chaos. Who else is here? Chaos is here, Ben. And so is uppercase Shiki, not Roa, just uppercase Shiki. Yeah. Uppercase Shiki in his least gross appearance. Uh huh. In anything. Yeah. At this point, I was a little like, okay, I I had high hopes for this, but now now they're like throwing in every character, and it's gonna get a little too goofy. Ben? It ends up working out for me. Ben, it's also a great bit that Kahaku invited Chaos and Uppercase Shiki. Uh huh. Oh, she tried tried to invite Alco, Alco, but the letter got returned. Arcoid says if Blue showed up, the whole mansion would be destroyed. Which I guess makes sense, given that she's a sorcerer. Uh huh. She's probably too competitive. Yeah. So everyone agrees to hang out and play nice for the day. And they, they play rock, paper, scissors to determine who's the first demon. Uh, It's going to be a six hour long game. That's which is a long so game attack. long. Arcoid points out that they're they're playing vampire. Yes, not the tag. demons are infectious. It's vampire. Uh-huh. Uh, Akiha sets out rules for powers. 
apparently, Shiki can use his mystic eyes, but no killing people. Mm-hmm. This is specifically to counter Chaos's animals that he's allowed to use. But Chaos's animals don't count as... They cannot tag. They can be like surveillance drones, but uh-huh. they can't tag people. Because uh, if, if he could do that, the game would be over instantly. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I love the idea that like, okay, but Arcoid's Marvel Phantasm and Akiha's Plunder are too much. I think Akiha... Uh, Arcweed can do anything with Marble Phantasm, essentially. Uh-huh. So I can see that being overpowered. And Akiha's plunder. <laughs> she would just kill people. Uh-huh. Hard. I mean, Shiki's eyes is a little arbitrary. Yeah. Akiha should be able to use her powers at least to defend against chaos monsters. Uh-huh. But anyway. I, uh, it says you wrote down humans. I think they say there are humans participating. Yeah, yeah. There, there is one human. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone Arihiko. turns and looks at Arihiko. <laughs> oh, God. So, Shiki bets his knife. Chaos bets his famous his favorite dog, Coulter, which is apparently a legendary wolf king from 15th century France. Great. This posits that uh, Chaos is, like, collecting famous animals, including... Uh-huh. Uh, Something something named Beat and Lobo, the Wolf King, uh-huh. who uh, we will see again someday. Yeah, in ten years, <laughs> like <eight. laughs> Yumizuka bets her Harada Tomoyo album. <laughs> That's what her image song. By the way, CL's like, uh, oh, this curry sandwich I brought is not enough, and instead plonks down her gun, <laughs> the Seventh Holy Scripture, and presumably Nanaka with it. <laughs> Uh, Akiha's like, hey, is that okay? Can you really bet that? And she's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. What's Arcweed betting? Arcweed is offering up Shiki as tribute. And the whole game done change. Um, she says she was thinking about betting the Millennium Castle or a literal ton of gold. But she's like, this will be more fun. Uh-huh. Everyone's mad and then at her for like claiming ownership over shiki and then arihiko's like oh that means whoever wins gets to keep shiki and all of a sudden everyone's into it all of the girls want shiki ben uh-huh arihiko says that if he wins he'll let shiki go after a week or so <laughs> that's cute what a bro yep other shiki offers a kiha uppercase shiki says a kiha she's mad but she can't protest without compromising the the shiki being uh-huh. offered up her offer is that you get to be the Tono f- head of household for one day, which seems like you're just going to have to do a lot of paperwork. It doesn't sound very fun. Yeah. I guess you could, like, you could let Hisui and you Kahaku... Could you could be like, okay, Hisui and Kahaku, you're no longer employed here. You could fire the maids. <laughs> they got nowhere to go, man, and no life skills. They apparently have a, a bunch of money and are going to start a cafe, Ben. Have we talked about that yet? Yeah. Oh, right. Right, right, right. That was in, uh, what, CL Sensei yeah. Lesson? Right, right. For a minute, I thought that was in here. No. Um, they couldn't do it, Fen. They can't live on their own. Uh-huh. <laughs> they need someone to keep them grounded. Fen, Kahaku offers her white ribbon. <laughs> it's immediately, anytime anyone references the white ribbon, I'm immediately like, uh, I get teary. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And Hisui is not playing. She lost rock, paper, scissors. So she's the announcer, yeah. She promises to play next time uh, for Kohaku. Mm-hmm. 
What's Arahiko offering? He's offering a childhood photo album. And suspiciously full of pictures of Sheik. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Inui Arahiko specially edited Tono Shiki's boyhood photo collection. <laughs> Uh, I think someone picks it up and starts leafing through it. Yeah, I think Akiha, or Arahiko, sorry, there's a lot of A names all of a uh-huh. sudden. Uh, Arkuid picks it up and CL okay, slaps yeah. it out of her hand. Mm-hmm. No killing of people. Mm-hmm. It's a rule. Uh, Kohaku. Oh, yeah, this is where Rock, Paper, Scissors comes in. Kohaku is the demon. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so Kohaku closes her eyes and counts to 100. Mm-hmm. Shiki wanders off thinking about his strategy uh who's coming with him everyone everyone has followed him except suspiciously arahiko it takes him yeah. a while to realize I didn't this realize it wasn't arahiko or arahiko wasn't there until later like there are so many people that like yeah. keeping track of everyone is a he, little hard he mentions like i feel like someone was missing yeah uh, so I went through like the okay. list of everyone who showed up, okay. and then was like, "Okay, Arahiko." It's definitely there. it's only possible to figure out. It was just the kind of thing that I was like, "I'm sure that this will come up later." And I it does. I don't know who. Uh, uh, Chaos says that he has never played this game before, so he's gathering intel uh-huh. before going on his own. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and Shiki's like, "Listen, all of you, split up. Like, we can't do this. We're all gonna get caught at once." Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone has their own reason for having followed him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shiki flees to the detached house once everyone's split up, and we get the first announcement over the intercom uh, of the first person getting caught. Who is it? It's Chaos. That How was the fuck did Chaos get caught first? Immediately. Immediate. Uh, it's, I like the way that they do this. It's like, okay, we Shiki gets the announcement, and then somehow has a, like, an entire um uh like movie played out of like here's exactly what happened yeah it, it feels like him being like this is probably what happened yeah. but also it is what happened you know um, it's a cute bit so, so kaku was counting she finishes counting finishes counting and then goes over to the prize counter or table sees the dog and pets the dog <laughs> uh-huh uh she asks if the dog oh, is right, okay yeah. to pet first uh-huh. and he's just like i just fed him some ham so probably so kaku pats the dog and she's like will you call chaos because uh he's lost <laughs> and then we get a brief scene of kohaku debating with chaos about uh-huh. whether or not tagging the dog counts as tagging him uh-huh uh, and she's basically like akiha said you couldn't tag with your animals but the animal is part of you therefore i've tagged you yeah and he's like okay yeah you win <laughs> I think there, yeah, there's an interesting bit there about, like, the dog not being part of the soil of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Like, Chaos has both individual creatures that he's stored, uh-huh. also the soil of Genesis, which can kind of make anything. Which he's not allowed to use for this. Yeah, because and so if he'd, if he'd offered up an animal created of the soil of Genesis, that wouldn't have counted. Uh-huh. Because it's not really part of him anymore when it comes out, but, like, because it was a dog that was actually part of him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's a good b- a bit of her just, like, debating him down. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it, this is, I, I think that this is the chaos that we get in future stuff, is, like, very, like, straight-laced. Straight-laced, and, yeah. Uh, He's the straight man, yeah. Yeah. Which is... It works yeah, a lot of the it's time. It's very funny. And so immediately, uh, Chaos's familiars start showing up and watching people. And Shiki's like, I can't hide in the detached house then. I better go run into the woods. Mm-hmm. 
I think he kills the chaos animal. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I feel kind of bad about it, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. 30 minutes later, Shigi's hiding in the forest. He's getting a little hungry. And the announcement of the third demon comes. Ben? Cut back to Kohaku, what she's doing. She's making lunch. And yeah, you know what's for lunch? It's about lunchtime. And she's like, I should make something. It's curry. <laughs> Shigi's like, she caught CL. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Right. I don't think we said, but like the reason that there are announcements going out is that they're all like hiding and throughout the the mansion and so like it wouldn't be fair if someone could just sneak up under the the pretense of not having been caught yeah tag uh-huh someone so that's why that's why he sweet's organizing and share and falling out yeah. chaos's familiars are trying to crowd cheeky in oh right he oh right he doesn't kill any of them he cuts some limbs off of yeah. them and things like that to escape he makes it to the mansion and runs upstairs to avoid anyone who might be in the mansion Mm -hmm. uh it's the fourth demon uh the fourth person has been caught Mm -hmm. there's a great scene oh akiha announced to shiki that she was going to go to her room and just wait there and like if anyone tried to get in she'd just flee through the window you know what Uh i mean there's this very funny scene where we don't see any sprites, but Shiki has been tied up by chaos so that Kohaku can take her time tagging him. Uh-huh. Uh, and Akiha bursts out of her room and immediately is tagged <laughs> uh, because Kohaku, uh, I didn't notice this, but all of Shiki's lines were things he said already. Kohaku was recording him on a tape recorder and cut it together oh, to draw her out of the room. Uh-huh. It's so funny because Kohaku, she's not the fastest of no. these people she's not the strongest no. but she is the tr- fucking trickiest it's this is good kohaku like being a schemer th- uh-huh. stuff, right she's not just like a nasty little goblin she's like very smart uh-huh we also get the the fun payoff for like oh this is why it's six hours is so that like kaku had time to just sit and make lunch uh-huh. like and had time to sit and like edit tape recording of Shiki uh-huh. and uh, plot. Yeah, it's really fun, right? Yeah. Akiha's like yeah. you, you uh, to to um chaos and Kahaku was like you two are shockingly good <laughs> together. Uh huh. Yeah, Akiha says something about being confused by Shiki's voice. The way we find out about the tape recorder is chaos saying. The root of that magic is this. He holds it up. I have lived a long time, but a girl this tricky is rare. I am quite <laughs> odd. Chaos rules. Uh-huh. Shiki is hiding out in his room with uppercase Shiki. <laughs> uppercase Shiki's like, what are you doing in my room? And she, uppercase Shiki's like, this is my room. <laughs> he's uh, right. <laughs> he's mad. He's mad that Akiha got caught, uh, but he's eating sausages. Uh-huh. For this is like post um the he sweet root version of him, right? Where he doesn't even he the reason that uppercase Shiki hates lowercase Shiki so much is because Kohaku was whipping him up into a frenzy. Mm-hmm. And the one that we see in the he sweet root doesn't even know who Shiki is when he sees him, right? So yeah. he doesn't hate him in the same way. So uh-huh. this feels more like that. Yeah. They're just chill. They uh-huh. used to be friends, you know? Uh-huh. It's kind of a funny bit. Uh-huh. He shares some of his sausages with Shiki. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is where we get the um, the 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 name. It's less like tag and more like a con game because mm-hmm. they have to like, it's a test of wits against the smartest and most dangerous person in the Tono Mansion. Ah, uh, foreshadowing. Uh-huh. 
Now, Shiki senses someone approach, and they prepare to go out the window. When what happens? <laughs> a kiha gives Shiki or Shiki immediately is like that is the fakest scream I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's yelling about a cockroach and. Other Shiki bursts through the door. She's like, I'll help you. He's like, I gotta go save her. And uh, right, Shiki's like, grabs him. He's like, uppercase Shiki, no, it's a trick. It's really obviously a trick. He's like, no, no, I can't leave her no matter what. And Shiki's like, puts his hands on his shoulders. Like, you know what? Go save her for me. <laughs> go be your hero. He's like, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, and is immediately caught. <laughs> Just as you'd expect of siblings, they both got caught by the same trap. <laughs> uh-huh. Shiki flees down the tree. Uh, the only people who are left is Arihiko, who at this point, since he was missing, I was I was thinking he might win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Arkuid and Yumizuka. Yeah, Yumizuka is doing great. Arkuid, I'm not surprised. Shiki makes it to the detached house again without a trail. Mm-hmm. I would call this a really obvious place for him to be hiding out, but he does know it really well. Yeah. There's only an hour left. Oh, the sixth person has been caught. Yumizuka. Yumizuka, as soon as she's out of everyone's line of sight, drops the like innocent girl act. It's like, <laughs> this vampire body is excellent. Uh-huh. Uh, she apparently escaped CL, mm-hmm. but... And this is questionably canon. Uppercase Shiki arrives. Uh-huh. And he's the one who killed her. Yeah, yeah. He created her technically. Yeah. So he has power over her and orders her not to move so he could tag her. Uh-huh. I would say this is probably not true canon-wise because he wasn't trying to turn her into a vampire. She was just inclined to be an independent vampire. Yeah. Which is why she wasn't doing his bidding in the first place. It is, like, true of vampires in fiction in general. Yeah. And I think uh, true of Tsukihime vampires. I think she's just a special case. Oh. Uh, yeah. Because all of the other dead created were following his orders, basically. And well, Yumizuka went struck out on her own and didn't have to listen to him, basically. Yeah. I think the other dead didn't have, like, sa- sapiens. Yeah. I think... I'm just, my argument is because of her special case, she is her own vampire immediately instead of having a period of being under his control. But I think what I mean is like the other dead are like puppets Mm -hmm. and she is like an automaton. She can walk or she, she is more than that, but like Mm -hmm. she's still, she has her own personality, but that doesn't mean that she's not at all controlled by uppercase Shiki. It just means that like he doesn't have to puppet her to do stuff. I would say it's less like the. It's not. I would say she's more like Roa. Arkweed has no power over Roa and his behavior, even though she made him. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. I I think it could That's go the vibe either way. I, got. I, if I don't. They, if I don't they said know it was that the I. Other way, I don't know that I fully believe that. Like, oh, just because you you have sapience means that. Uh, the person who made you that way has zero power over you. I don't know if it's, if I believe it's zero power. Just the vibe I got was uh-huh. from the other stuff is that she was acting independently. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess uh, it's, it, what, I guess what I, what I'm trying to say is she can act independently, but if the person who made her that way exerts control, uh-huh. then she's helpless. I'm not sure I agree, but. We have no canon anything to base this on, so yeah. we're just doing our personal interests. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so she's caught immediately. All that's left is Arkuid, Shiki, Arihiko. Mm-hmm. Shiki is like, where the fuck did Arihiko go? 
Yeah, he's the one who wasn't there at the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Someone approaches the house and Shiki uh, runs. It's uppercase Shiki chasing after him. Mm hmm. Ben? How is this he escaped from uppercase Shiki? Uh, yeah, uppercase Shiki has a vampire body and our Shiki does not. And it's not a, uh, our Shiki needs to not die. So his, like, death sense isn't going to trigger. And also, like, it's way easier to tag someone than, like, actually injure them. Uh, Akiha's here, and she knocks Shiki out. <laughs> Uppercase Shiki. Yeah, she's cheating because she, uh, she wants Shiki, our Shiki, to win head of uh-huh. household title and her. Yep. As a second best thing. Uh-huh. Now, cut to the demons all hanging out in the sitting room discussing their plan to go search the outside now that they finished the mansion. Uh, it took them a long time to search the mansion. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's like two hospitals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they all leave and Arihiko pops out of the uh, out from under a couch that he's been hiding under the whole time for five hours. He's, he's like, are you okay? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, ha, leave it to me. I, Inui Arihiko, would be perfectly fine, even if I had to be a human chair for an entire week. That's such a funny sentence. It's just the funniest shit in the whole world. Arihiko's like, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Arihiko closing some tabs on his phone. <laughs> you hear about this shit? Uh-huh. Um, God, I love Arihiko. Ben? Um, it was a little premature, though. Yeah, he's like, everyone's gone, so I can just hang out here now. Uh, but CL comes out of the kitchen, finally having finished the curry that she ate for lunch, and gently tags Arihiko. Uh-huh. This must be a second round of curry, but because she, she did chase Yumizuka for a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, she just gently tags Arihiko. Mm-hmm. It was a good plan. He should have stayed there for another hour. Yep. So where was Arcoid, Ben? Or ten minutes left. Where has Arcoid been this entire time? She shows up wandering in front of Shiki and he's like she, Um Shiki's like, what have you been up to? She's been napping on the roof the whole time and no one noticed. Uh-huh. Shiki's like, I feel so fucking stupid. I've been trying so hard for five hours and fifty minutes, and she's been napping. She's like, I just wanted to run around with everyone. That's why she woke up. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Then shall I give you the pleasure of being chased, Arcoid? Says CL. A black key up slams down. Uh huh. CL's here in her holy vestments. CL directs Arihiko, who is uh-huh. a, a demon now, to grab Shiki. Shiki dodges. Arc prepares to square off with CL. Uh, Arcoid's like, this is supposed to be a game, CL, but you threw a sword at me, so I think I might get a little <laughs> rough on you. Oh, uh, have such a good dynamic. Uh-huh. Shigi escapes and makes it back to the sitting room with less than a minute remaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Arcoid was immediately caught, uh, Hisui tells her. Uh-huh. He's, he's like, you're here, so I don't have to make an announcement. Arcoid was caught. Uh, she was so distracted by CL that she didn't notice Akiha walk up behind her and tap her on the shoulder. That's Shiki, Shiki's like, wow, I'm all that's left, huh? And then Hisui, poor cute Hisui, says, no, no one left, and touches him. 
With less than ten, less than just seconds to spare, uh-huh. Kohaku, disguised as Hisui once again, with the oldest <laughs> trick in the book, got Shiki, who thought he was too smart for her tricks. Uh, Five seconds left. Perfect. He's stunned. He's like, how the fuck did I fall for that again? <laughs> oh, it's perfect. What a good... Just every single person falling for, like, the most obvious tricks for them, uh-huh. but in a way that doesn't overstay its welcome and uh-huh. is, like, a good understanding of that character. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like that, that is largely what works about this, is that, like, each character gets focused when they are tagging and when they're <laughs> being tagged and mm-hmm. otherwise aren't around. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, such a big cast that you can be like, oh, yeah, here here is uh the dynamic of these two yeah. together and like that's and then we move on mm-hmm. and do something else and uh-huh. like it's yeah it manages to stay fun and fresh throughout yeah like cl is uh, a loser for curry of course yeah. but like it doesn't like constantly harp on that you know what i well, mean and it's a fun like oh yeah kahaku knows this and is going to use it against her because she's like She's a hungry girl and likes curry, so Cock is like, lunchtime. I might as well make curry. Uh-huh. Um the the uh uh tape recording Shiki's voice and playing it for a kiha is uh-huh. one of my favorite bits. Uh-huh. Um just a lot of fun. It's just it's so funny, yeah. Just everyone everyone falls exactly for the the thing uh-huh. uh, that they would fall for no matter what, right? Uh-huh. Like Shiki Arshi will never expect that it's Kohaku wearing Hisui's clothes, no matter what, because like, oh yeah, that happened once or twice or a couple of times, but you know, that that uh-huh. part's over now. Kohaku is not above using that <laughs> to fuck with him still. Oh, uh, Kohaku rules, Ben. Cut to later. Arihiko's showing off the the special photo album, mostly filled with pictures of Shiki and him together. Mm-hmm. Arku's like, wow. Shiki was a child. It feels like all humans start as children. And uh, 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 is like, well, I didn't. And Seal's like, you're not a human. I think we, I've seen pictures of uh, Arcoid as a child. So I think she was, was a child at some point. Mm. But uh, that I don't think that's canon yet. So it makes mm. sense that it mm-hmm. wouldn't be here. Uh, all the girls are wa- looking at the album. Other yeah, this is a kind of a funny joke. Other Shiki's like, Akiha, look at my my photos of growing up, and Akiha's like, all of them are of a prison cell. <laughs> Someone's like, Whoa, this is rather scary. The background doesn't change at all. Only the pictured person is growing. And then they're all the same peace sign pose pose, making it look like some sort of ghost photo. <laughs> That's really mm. funny. Chaos also has a baby pictures album, except that it's all the the animals that he's absorbed. Arihiko's like, this is a little spooky, but also, if you didn't know the context, it would just look like a bunch of pictures of animals. <laughs> Nature photos. Um, Hisui apologizes to Shiki for helping Kohaku win. Uh, he's like, that was on me. <laughs> yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool- yeah, yep. anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> you uh, had it. Yeah, Shiki's like five I seconds. Should, I he should expect so it. cocky. Yeah, just don't go near anyone who looks like he's sweet. She even or... said there's no one left. He had a chance to jump backwards uh-huh. at that point, but the thing is, 
is that again his sense of his sense of like life preservation very good Uh uh-huh in all other manners his body sucks Uh uh-huh well and apparently sucks he has incredible (laughs) stamina Shiki asks where Kawaku went off to. Uh, she's in the courtyard and he goes to join her. Remember the her cooling off in the courtyard scene from her room? Man. What, a, what really an incredible good. scene. That's the uh, first, that is, I think, the first scene on Kahaku's route. Well, it is the first, it is literally the first scene on Kahaku's route that is exclusive to her route. But uh, it's such a great, like, she's so sad and yeah. shiki's just like oh i i don't understand what's wrong uh-huh but you are always you're always so cheerful you're and so happy cheerful. What, what's this like you're smiling but there's like some kind of wordless sadness in the air and i can't uh-huh. place it so he says he's tired from all the running around kahu asks if uh they played like that when they were kids using the whole grounds and he's like no it was a lot it was a lot simpler back when we did it as kids. No one made curry trap. Trap curry. <laughs> she gives him back his knife. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'm also giving back Ciel's gun uh, and not taking Master of the House for a day. Yeah. Seems too complicated. <clears throat> or too dangerous, I think she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, okay. Oh, wait. What about a keyha? Oh, keeping a keyha. And she's like, that seems that seems nice, but I feel like the consequences are too frightening. Uh-huh. Uh, she wants a date from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This must be after the Kohaku good end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it seems like, like how the Hisui inversion impulse one is very like, no, 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 they're dating. This is like, oh, I guess they are together. <laughs> yeah. And or- he's also doing the thing where he's terrible at being in a relationship with her. Uh-huh. He, yeah, he makes a comment about he's being glad that Ark didn't win because she would have dragged him back to the Millennium Castle. Taking it very literally. Uh, she is planning on keeping the rest, including the photo album and the uh, the dog, uh, <laughs> the the CD, and yes, the nude guard dog with its chilling in monstrous <laughs> howl. Yeah, she's keeping Coulter. She's gonna have to buy a lot of ham to keep him happy. That's cute. Oh, he's like, we've already got a bad rap around town. Do we really need a cursed magical war dog? From- she does not respond. On the way back to their rooms, he asks if she had fun. She giggles and says and thanks him. And Shiki asks of all the things she won, what does she like the best? What does Memories she say? of playing with everyone. It's really Aww. good. Yeah. yeah. Written, written by Kenji. Kenji. Yes, another this is another one that I couldn't find. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's two authors that we know and one of yeah. them has done light novels and visual novels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, apparently. The other one just wrote a bunch of light novels. This is great. This rules. Yeah. Like a, it's one of the most like touching Kohaku scenes in Kagetsu Toya. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's and, and I think like the ending just all over it understands like the tone is much lighter than a lot of Tsukihime. It's not lighter than a lot of Kigetsu Toya, mm-hmm. but it it really understands what makes these characters fun, especially and like, Kohaku. Yeah, like Kohaku uh-huh. has particularly been let down by Kigetsu Toya because it it feels to me like Nasu just hasn't gotten the hang of writing her as anything other than like the extremes of her character. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh-huh. Whereas this gets like. 
her playfulness you mm-hmm. know what i mean and the the fact that she's not like a caricature the mm-hmm. fact that she is a little like schemy and dangerous uh-huh. but like not over the line and she's also sad yeah yeah the ending i think really cements it as uh-huh. like one of the be- one of the best of these maybe the almost certainly the best one written by a guest contributor mm-hmm. because it, it like knows when to say like okay it's not like it's not constantly funny jokes time now it's like oh yeah time for a little bit of like uh reflection and like just warmth between shiki and kaku here's the thing then all of kagetsu toya is fan fiction it is possible for a creator to write fan fiction of their own work yeah but it doesn't mean that they're going to be good at it yeah nasu is bad at writing fan fiction of his own work uh-huh he's particularly bad at that i would he's he gets better yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure he does like a lot of like like but this stuff he writes feels- he writes stay night and then like a lot of the stuff he goes on to write after that mm-hmm. feels like fan fiction in the way that's like oh here's an au of that yeah uh-huh. yeah but this is so like inconsequential for a yeah. lot of kagetsu toya uh-huh. and, and like jokey in a way that just like feels bad you know uh-huh. it feels like he just hasn't gotten the hang of it yet. This era of Nasu is very poor at writing fan fiction of his, his own work. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, a fan fiction writer might understand a certain type of appeal of characters in a way that the creator doesn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This is, yeah, I think I have a note written down that is like, this is kind of an idealized version of what Kagetsu Toya could have been. Yeah. Which is like comedic slice of life, kind of. Mm-hmm. That it would have been great if the entire game was written like this, and instead it's yeah. a bummer. But... An- another problem I have with Kigetsu Toy is that it really does feel like they looked at those polls and were like, okay, we need to focus on X thing because mm-hmm. of the way popularity polls and comments turned out. Whereas this is like similar to main Tsukihime in that it's like, okay, I have a vision for these characters. I, I understand what makes these characters tick, and I'm going to write it without trying to cater to particular fans yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it just ends up being better <laughs> it just caters to me better as a fan mm-hmm. yeah yeah this might this is one of my favorite uh, of the stories i think it's my second favorite uh-huh i still i really like crimson moon crimson moon's good like the i really like the kiha story the ending sours me really a bad lot on kiha is probably third i think this is second uh-huh um of of well yeah let's do a ranking at the end oh. of all of these oh geez i'm gonna have to do these off the dome dawn dawn the final of our 10 nights of dream yeah um this one's writing is between Hisui-chan Inversion Impulse and Tono Family Con Game and that I think it's better written than Inversion Impulse but yeah. it's very hard to... you know how Nasu does a thing where he doesn't tell you what's happening he Wait. just tells you a bunch of bullshit right before we get into it Ben did we talk about how to unlock this one how do you unlock this one go after school you go out into the streets and then you go to Murder Alley and there uh shiki's bringing flowers for yumizuka uh-huh um right. i think there there are two versions of that scene one of them makes it clear that he's bringing flowers for yumizuka mm-hmm. um I, I totally forgot that because i really like this scene 
Uh-huh. Because he doesn't remember who he's bringing flowers for at yeah. first. It, oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is a great bit because he shows up there and he's like, I'm getting really weirdly, like, sad. Uh-huh. And he realizes he's brought flowers and he doesn't know who he's brought flowers for. And uh, Nani Ashiki, the, yes. like, phantom killer, shows up to talk about how this is like a dream world uh, and only people who are alive can dream. Yeah, so why he there is doesn't a, remember music. There's a particularly absent person who, if she was alive, could be in this dream and play the part, but it's confirmation that she's dead in this continuity, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Yeah. Because they really could just, like, gloss over Yumizuka being dead since they were planning on writing a route for her anyway, mm-hmm. but no. She's fucking dead as hell and she's not in this dream. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like a good kind of sad scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we unlocked Dawn. Yeah. Which is not about Yumizuka. <laughs> I was expecting it to be about it's it is about Yumizuka in some ways. It's like thematically. Uh-huh. But yeah, what was I saying about the hot uh, writing style? Right. Oh, Nasu so, just saying stuff. Nasu will start a scene sometimes where he'll just say a lot of things and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then he's like, he gives you the detail that explains what the fuck is happening. This is not like, unique okay. to Nasu at all. No, no. This no. is like yeah. This is just a way that writing works, but Nasu loves doing this. Yeah. And this is doing this, but it waits way too long to reveal what's going on, and it's just uh-huh. very confusing for a long time. Yeah. I ended up liking it a lot despite that, because I think it's a really interesting idea, but uh-huh. I think if I read it again, I, I would be able to make more sense of it, basically. The, also, the translation does this no favors. No. Every story here is hampered by the translation. I noticed it way less in con game. Yeah. But, uh... I'm not sure how much Flower of Thanatos was hampered by the translation versus <laughs> the source material, but... Someone's being chased. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moon looks red to them. Uh, there's a sense of the world drowning in water. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a very floaty intro. Yeah. And then Shiki wakes up and says... Tono Shiki's room is th- was the same as always, an all uppercase. That's interesting. Ominous. He gets his knife and sneaks out, mm-hmm. out the window. It's a full moon. He's not feeling good. He like kind of dodges the security cameras, jumps the wall. It doesn't seem like it's Shiki. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Murder Alley. Yeah, suddenly he's in Murder Alley. And there's a lot of dead people. Oh, yeah. Like a big pile of wrecked, like, body parts. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, did I do this? My hands are soaked in blood. Mm-hmm. Someone shows up. Who is it? Uh, he doesn't Ciel. recognize her at first. Yeah. 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 It's Ciel in her, in her vestments. Mm-hmm. And he's like, slowly remembers her and is like, what, weren't you at the Vatican? She's like, I came back yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiki in his head is like Tono Shiki knows her mm-hmm. which is again a big red flag she asks if he's still dating Arcoid <laughs> Aww. and he he doesn't remember Arcoid either yeah Aww. but says yes apparently Arcoid has not returned to the Millennium Castle and her has not begun her work of killing the dead apostles again mm-hmm. uh, because she's dating Shiki and the church is nervous because it's an, a lot of extra work for them. So uh-huh. they sent CL to make her go do her job. That's very funny. CL is like, whoa, that's a lot of dead people. And suddenly she's like, 
did Arcoid do this? He's like, uh, I don't know. She picks up his knife and hands it to him. Uh, the blade is clean, but the handle is bloody. Hmm. And she's like, that outfit looks weird on you. He's wearing a black trench coat. That's not cheeky. Yeah. Where are his sex Who's pajamas? Who's a specific person who wears a black trench coat constantly? Oh. I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more. But uh, people who know what the sprites look like especially will. Uh-huh. So CL goes to look for Ark. He says he'll look for Ark too. Uh, he collapses. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up on a park bench under a red moon, and then it slowly turns blue again. He's like, did I kill those people? Probably not. Arkweed finds him. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't recognize her. And he's he's like, oh, she's very pretty, prettier than CL. And then he's like, ah, she's extremely dangerous. And she uh-huh. immediately notices that it's not Shiki. Yep. He leaps back 30 meters. <laughs> That's so far? And is like, Nope, I'm still within her range. <laughs> Arkweed approaches. Sick. Arkweed approaches slowly and asks who he is, and then he opens his coat and animals start coming out. That's right, chaos for some reason. Huh. You know, I didn't really. For some reason, I didn't really process that chaos is essentially a flasher. He's not wearing clothes uh, under there. Uh huh. Uh, Arkweed uh, kills a bunch of the animals, but p- slows her approach. Last time she fought Chaos, he caught her off guard, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So she's a little nervous. She calls him Nero Chaos. Uh, this translation translates his name as Nero instead of N-R-V-N-Q-S-R, uh-huh. which is apparently a, a Nirvan Kisser <laughs> comes or- from, apparently, a Hebrew spelling of Nero Ca- uh, Caesar. Uh-huh which is really interesting yeah that's why he's associated with 666 uh because he's nero who is the model for like the beast Uh, of uh uh revelations basically Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh weird so is he actually nero in this uh it it implies that he is no because that name was given to him by the church okay okay that makes sense we will be there's actually nero in fate somewhere uh-huh. yeah so it's an interesting bit it's interesting to know why his name is spelled that way but pronounced nero mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm still gonna call him chaos yeah arc is like how the fuck did you live through the mystic eyes and whoever is narrating this is confused as hell uh-huh it doesn't doesn't think that they're chaos either necessarily mm-hmm. They're starting to get real weird memories. Uh, Arkweed tries to use her marble phantasm to freeze him until she can fetch real Shiki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But fails to. And she says something about chaos approaching true chaos. Uh, she's too. He's too powerful for her to stop or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, eh. He summons a bunch of beasts and runs away. Then it's daytime. Yeah. What's what's uh, what's chaos up to? Wondering who the heck he is. Opens his trench coat and sees weird chaos. Weird, weird chaos squishy group. body. It's yep. apparently like rubbery. Mm-hmm. Squishy. And he finds his way to a locked house with a nameplate that re- reads Yamase. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Uh-oh. 
He wanders in hungry. and yeah, he's hungry. The beasts in, in his body are getting upset. Mm-hmm. He's worried that he's going to kill the owners of the house, which is not very chaos like to worry that he's going to kill mm-hmm. the owners of the house. So he goes to the fridge and uh, pushes food into his tummy <laughs> to feed the beasts until he's satisfied for now. That's very cute. He goes upstairs into a girl's bedroom. Um, there's two names. There's two girls that live in this house. There's Akemi and Maiko. Mm. Akemi and Maiko are the two girls who who have bedrooms in this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like an extended bit of him just like hanging out in this girl's bedroom, right? Yeah. He sees a picture of the girl that lives in one of the rooms and freaks out. And... We get a flashback that, again, a flashback within this story that's already kind of blurry that that confused me even further. Mm -hmm. Apparently, someone was yelling and in trouble and being a black belt in karate goes to they go to help. Yeah. Whoever it is. And then then we finally get this. What this is Mm -hmm. back in the day, fam. Like a year ago at this point. Almost. During the chaos mini boss fight. Yeah. He stopped to have a snack partway through. Yep. There was a random girl who just was brutally murdered for no reason in the middle of that fight. Uh-huh. Oh, here she is. Yeah. This is her. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got a flashback to her dying. She bugged out because the room she's in, which is covered in dust, or it looks like it's been cleaned, but like... The trash can is dusty, so you can tell that no one really lives in mm-hmm. it. And picked up the the photograph. She saw her own face and realized that she was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a sprite of her. No. We get a sprite of her sister. Sister shows up. It's really interesting. Uh, a little bit of a digression. But it's yeah. so fascinating which of these stories reuse sprites or in the case of flower of thanatos um like entire cgs Uh from that are existing versus like oh this it's not a super long story Uh but it still gets a unique sprite that doesn't appear anywhere else in this game yeah it's 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 a good touch you know Uh what i mean i think it's you i think it would be harder to carry this story would read a little less good without even just that one sprite showing Uh uh-huh yeah it's the it's the younger sister akemi Mm-hmm. Uh, the the older sister who we are playing as is Michael. Mm-hmm. She's shocked to see her sister alive and well after six months of her being dead. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Akemi tries to hug her. What what does she do? Uh stops her and is like, no, like I think uh what Akemi is the younger sister. Yeah. yeah. So Akemi says like, oh yeah, like I'm so I kn- I always knew you were gonna come back. Mm-hmm. She's like. No, I really am dead. Yeah. She says that she like pushes her away. She's mm-hmm. like, I begged God to let me come back for just one day. Yeah. Uh, and then like opens her coat to show her like weird body to prove that she's not human. Uh-huh. Why did she come home? It's Akemi's birthday. And she came home to say happy birthday. And then... That's really sad. Runs away. Uh-huh. That's that's very affecting. Yeah. Akemi like begs her to stay, but she shakes her on stay at least to say good hello to her mother. Mm-hmm. But and she can tell that she's running out of time. Yeah, she's running out of time before she hurts someone. Uh-huh. Again. She flees. Mm-hmm. Uh she makes it to the park. She's trying to figure out how she can stop the beasts from eating people outside of her control. Mm-hmm. Who shows up? Uh an incredible trio. Ark and Ciel are here, of course. 
And they're escorting Tonoshiki. The real Tonoshiki. Uh, and this girl immediately is like, oh, he looks in rough shape. Is he okay? <laughs> is it okay for him to, like, be here? As way of greeting, CL stabs her a couple times. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really do anything. Here it is, Fan. How does yeah. she exist? So this is post-CL... I assume a CL good ending because Arcweed and CL are on speaking terms. Wait, only the Arcweed route does she use the goo to heal him? No, it's the CL route that she uses the goo. Is it? Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Because one of the endings she uses the goo and the other ending she doesn't. I think. I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's the case. There's something where CL heals him with her powers instead of using the goo. Oh. That's definitely... I remember Arcweed being mad about it because it would have been a power-up. So I'm pretty sure this is the... It is the... It's Arcweed because she... CL comments that he's dating Arcweed. CL left. Oh, right. Right. Okay, yeah. Never mind. I used it together. Okay. So Arcweed ending. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the Arcweed endings. I guess Arcweed good end. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He's dating her. Um, And so use the goo and then... uh. Today, it turned into this, uh, or it, it got a will of its own and uh-huh. turned into this girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it seems like she was fused with Shiki at some point, but lost him at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, she was puppeting his body and then dropped him. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I my guess is that it was when she f- ran away from Arcoid. Yeah. That seems that right. Because I think she lost her face uh, at that point, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, <laughs> apparently Arcoid has been teaching Shiki how to use magic. That's very funny. In an attempt to get him to be able to control the goo, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, which I'm surprised he agreed to. And this is what happens. Uh-huh. Arcoid and CL are fighting. And this girl's, this girl's like... Heartbroken. Oh, I'm never going to have that. I'm never going to be able to just bicker with my sister ever uh-huh. again. She throws Shiki's knife. Yeah. Arcoid catches it out of the air, looks at it suspiciously, and then hands it to Shiki. Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to kill him. She was giving it back to him because it's his. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets ready to kill her. What'd she do? She runs towards him because she doesn't want to kill anyone else. Uh-huh. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. Knows that she won't be able to, like, with restrain herself for very much longer mm-hmm. um he stabs her point of death the the, the beasts, beasts lose control yeah, yeah and start going wild uh-huh arc and cl are picking them off but her little sister's here her little sister came to look for her uh-huh and a big monstrous tiger is running her down mm-hmm. what happens she manages to pin the tiger until shiki can come and One kill it miracle uh-huh and then finally she's gone. Uh-huh. Uh she tells her little sister to smile and be strong in her place and she can't protect her anymore. Mm. And then she dies. Mhm. Huh. Oh. That's sad. Yeah. Uh what a this is good. This is like this is some like Star Wars fan fiction ass star, like fan fiction in uh-huh. that it's like, "Hey, you remember that like nobody character?" Well, here's their tragic backstory and like a, something that's actually interesting set in that world centered around them. Yeah, I think like again, the translation is poor, atrocious. Yeah, and the writing um, is fine. Yeah, well, that's like I can't 
yeah it's hard to it's hard to the gauge two. the the quality of the writing because the translation is so bad i yeah i'm doing i'm going off of what it what feels like is bad about the translation throughout you know what i yeah. mean so i feel like the writing is not as good as con game oh yeah for example, i don't think it's know? i don't think it is as good but i i do the like uh setup wise i really like this as like oh yeah here's like a nobody who probably most people don't care about or oh. even remember but like i want to tell a, like a, a cute little well i say cute a a touching little story with them uh-huh and just like oh yeah the scenario writer is Marukin, otherwise known as Kugane Manayama, mm-hmm. who is the author of a, a fairly well-known series of light novels and an anime called Overlord. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I've not watched this, but I looked it up. It's like a, it's like a iseki about a guy who stays in an MMO that he was like the top player on when it shuts down uh-huh. and he gets basically isekied and turned into a god in this new world ah, without so you any mean like an isekied yeah. well <laughs> yeah isekai. he's like the, the specific twist on it is that he is the most powerful being in existence and has no morals anymore mm-hmm. so it's like about the existence of something beyond reproach mm-hmm. sounds fine yeah probably not very good fine I, I don't need a, a light novel series about Roa. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather know who the Tono family con game person is. Yeah. Yeah. The, the... But you know, this is Let's a see. sweet story. It makes me think like, oh, there's probably some affecting stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not something that I would normally would read and seek out. Uh-huh. I think mm-hmm. He's Pichon and Version Impulse feels like, oh yeah, this was... You just like write... You wrote this as a, like, oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Kihime. I want to write a fun thing. Uh, I would believe that they didn't go on to do anything else. Con Game person. Con Game is like they just, really good. They might have just, like, written under a different name or yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. And it's just hard to pin them down. I wonder if I wonder if it is possible, if it's out there somewhere, who they are, just not well-known in English. Yeah. You know. That I would believe. Summer festivals. Summer festivals. Ben, this is a summer game. Yeah, apparently. I thought it was going to be a winter game too, but I understand why they went with summer festivals instead. I like... Tsukihime, to me, is an autumn game. Tsukihime fills the same role as uh, Over the Garden Wall, autumn into winter. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, like, the blue glass moon, the, the red leaves, like blue and red it's Mm -hmm. it it feels so much like oh yeah like it's cold maybe first snow is right around the corner Mm -hmm. that's when you should play it this we played this at the worst possible time because it's not it's not a winter game it's a summer game it's a summer game it's a summer into fall game here's my confession end of summer game while making memes yeah (laughs) making memes which i do for every episode Mm -hmm. Uh, I was fucking around on the um, sprite sheets and saw sprites that I should not have seen. Yes. I saw such things as Akiha's uh, cat ghost costume. Oh. Arcoid's cat costume. Uh-huh. And I saw Yukata's. Oh, yeah. I, well, I saw a kimono and I was like, oh, maybe they do that hot springs trip that they were talking about. Uh-huh. I could see that. Uh-huh. 
But that's not that. That's this. They yeah. are Yukata's summer festival. Yeah. Hmm. What order did you do them in? I did them in. I did them from worst to best character. Akiha, CL, Arkuid, Kahaku, Hisui. I did them in the order of uh, the 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 options, mm-hmm. uh, which meant I did the best character last, Kohaku. Do we need to go through each of these in detail? There is interesting things in each of them, but it is mostly vibes, right? Yeah. I took I mean, a lot we, of notes. We can. I took I just, notes on what color each of their kimonos are and such. That's very funny. I would say that you, dear listener, can go look up those sprites because they're great. Yeah, we want to just give like a vibe for each of them. Well, let's talk about Kahaku and Hisui. Those are the two most important anyway. Oh, you want to skip? You want to skip uh, everyone else's? I mean, in detail. Like, okay. yeah, sure. Let's let's go in order. Well, yeah. Let's not talk about them in too much detail. Okay. Uh, the most important thing for Arkweeds, first of all, she borrowed a kimono from uh, Kohaku. That's very cute. And second. She got a hold of a water balloon shaped like a cat at some point during the festival and was bopping it the whole time. Uh Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I guess the bit with the festivals is that you hang out with the chosen girl for a bit. Mm -hmm. They have their, like, unique, like, bit of what they want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Arkweed is just so stunned by people and things that she's, like, got this childlike wonderment towards everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go to watch the fireworks together. Yep. Uh, and Shiki gets kind of like somber because it's the end of summer and it feels like some kind of ending and time is moving on. And then he like perks up by the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He thinks about de- dying a lot <laughs> in all of these. Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. The end of summer. It's the end of something. Uh-huh. Moving into winter where. Mm-hmm. Or autumn, where leaves die, and yeah, they every all of the ending monologues have a very, have a similar vibe, but are all and are good, but also are all unique. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. They're basically the same thing, but written totally different. Yeah, mm-hmm. CL's is maybe the flattest of them mm-hmm. because her thing is, oh, I want to visit every single stall that yep. has food and eat uh-huh. all the different stalls. We do get an interesting bit where her father apparently went to Japan once and, like, never stopped talking about it. So she always wanted to go to a festival like this. Her father's Japanese, right? Or was it her mom? Oh, right. She's half Japanese. I forgot about yeah. that. Because I read that as, like, oh, yeah, he went home once yeah. uh-huh. and otherwise, like, stayed with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Akiha one. <laughs> there's, there's a good bit with Akiha where she talks about how scared she is because of how happy she is. Mm-hmm. And how being happy means that happiness can go away someday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. That's okay. She's wearing pigtails. <laughs> Looks terrible on her. Oh, and yeah. Akia's like, next year, I'll be in charge of the fireworks display. Yeah, uh-huh. Hers doesn't read relationshipy. No, it reads as like, oh, older brother or younger sister. Yeah, neither of them are horny at each other, which is yeah. nice. A nice uh-huh. change up. Um, okay, fan. We should do Kahaku. You want to end on Hisui. Hisui's is, is spoilers, but Hisui's is so different uh-huh. from the rest of them. That... I think you are right. I like Kohaku, but I was underwhelmed by her. Festival. Uh-huh. Her Yukata is really cute, though. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, we get some interesting stuff from 
So Fe- Shiki has gone to these festivals before, this specific yeah. festival before. Mm-hmm. And he used to go with Miyako, his little sister from the Automa family that he never talks about. Oh, huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Kohaku says that she also went to this festival a couple times, but only to, like, look at it. She never went in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They run around. Kohaku mostly is just watching. She's not really doing much herself, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He... Shiki almost loses her a bunch. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, grabs onto her hand so that she won't disappear on him. Uh-huh. That's good. That's good, like... Oh, yeah, that's very thematic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She... I feel like most of the 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 watching the fireworks the show bits is Shiki gets sad and then either cheers himself up or is put in a position where he has to cheer the other girl up like mm-hmm. the Kiha. Whereas Kohaku explicitly is like, "Hey, this could all disappear one day, but we're here now, so let's just have a good time," mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like p- picks him up, and it's cute. Mm-hmm. Fen, this is why this is especially why I wanted to talk about all the yukatas. She's wearing a white ribbon in her hair. Oh, yeah, that's important. Yeah, uh, and also notable, this is the only one where Shiki says "I love you." Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Yeah, she doesn't say anything back because she's stunned. Uh-huh. I love Kaku. Kaku's great. Hmm. Yeah, so this is like, yeah, Shiki, the fireworks, the festival, like all of it is is very thematically resonant. But it's uh-huh. like, yeah, Shiki's like, well... There's nothing new. It's the end of summer. And really, like, what his regret is, is I didn't have enough time with you <laughs> to like... There are so many things that I wish we could have done. Mm-hmm. And the thing is like, well, next year, mm-hmm. there will be another summer. Mm-hmm. There will be another festival. Like we can, we may not be able to fit everything in that we want to, but there will be a next year where we can do those things, mm-hmm. which is it's nice. Now you want to talk about Heesweez? Heesweez. This is this is my gift to Fen, as Fen can talk about Heesweez as much as Fen wants. So it's night, and he invited Heesweez obviously yeah they, it is everyone everyone except cl he had to invite cl yeah. invites her, uh-huh. her invites him along um he is nervous around crowds so shiki picked a smaller shrine yeah it's, it's like a oh background maybe. even um well it's a different background because they're in the fields yeah not not even at the shrine uh-huh because but it is a different shrine than the one. Oh yeah yeah but the other one's in the city he's still got overwhelmed yeah. Uh, right. She's wearing a lavender yukata with. You get to talk about the color of her outfit. Dragonflies, red obi. It's really. I'm gonna cute. throw things at you. No maid cap. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's lost Heesby, her maid brim. Yeah. He's we got overwhelmed. Um. Yeah. We we cut into this after the yeah. festival has started. Basically. Uh-huh. He's got overwhelmed. And How long did it take? About half an hour. <laughs> not very long she's she feels bummed because she's like well you shouldn't have invited me because we went to the festival and then i got overwhelmed and now you're dragging me home um and shiki's like hey hey it's fine what i wanted to do was spend time with you Mm -hmm. and like the festival's fun but um and then the fireworks start 
Uh-huh. Yeah, they talk about getting some sparklers and doing their own fireworks show mm-hmm. together. And then on the road, on the way back, the fireworks show started. Yeah. They decide to just hold court there. and It's like a, it's a really pretty background. Uh-huh. Frying up on a hill and like rice fields mm-hmm. around them. Right. Yeah. And Shiki's like, oh, yeah, I really wish that this road would go on forever so that I could like walk forever with Hisui. Uh, and the fireworks start and they they watch the fireworks together and i think shiki says something about like oh yeah this is just like a private showing for the two of us yeah it's um, cute yeah yeah there these all are there's nothing new to them really mm-hmm. but they are some of the best like straight up that character writing mm-hmm. in kagetsu toya from nasu i think yeah Each it's of also them is like really aside from cl's i feel like cl is again kind of undersold by her yeah cl even kohaku's wants to focus uh, like glimpses the sadness of kohaku Mm -hmm. right cl's nasu never wants to admit that cl's depressed Uh uh-huh basically yeah so her thing is always she's more of an adult than she looks which is weird given that she's dating a teen uh and that she wants to eat a lot of food. Yeah. It's, or that she's part of the church, which, you know, none of it really, like, strikes at the heart of what CL is. Like, mm-hmm. Arcoid's whole thing is like, wow, I'm so amazed I get to be alive now. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand the point of pointless things, and I, I love it more than anything I could, ever could have before. Mm-hmm. And Akiha's is, I have things that I never dreamed I would have, and I have, like, some kind of life now, and I'm terrified that it's going to go away, but I'm trying really hard to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And he squeezes Shiki trying to introduce her to the world a little bit, but not too much, because it'll scare her, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and then CL, again, it just doesn't feel like there's much there for her. Yeah. You know? But they're all great. This is also, like... This gets back to Nasu is very good at writing melancholy yeah. or like bittersweet moments. Yes. And all of these are extremely that of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's always the reassurance that next year comes. Uh-huh. But still, like the end of summer is still uh-huh. sad. Yeah. And Shiki doesn't know how many summers he has. Yeah. Which is always a bit that I really like about his character is that he's very aware of his own mortality. Mm-hmm. You know. This. Yeah. My other note for these is like. I really wish that we'd played this in summer because <laughs> I think I would have landed differently on it if we'd played it like, you know, in August mm-hmm. than now. It just doesn't feel like it's not a very good game. Kagetsu Toy as a whole mm-hmm. is there are some incredible moments on the whole. I don't think it's very good, mm-hmm. but that is accentuated by how out of place or like. Mm-hmm how dissonant the vibes are mm-hmm. from our from current where season. it is outside yeah i have a feeling that not many of our games are going to match up in time with the seasons but it's all it'll be a nice treat if they do well this is partially why i'm over like overwhelmingly excited to do uh, uh today's menu for the mia family uh-huh uh because those those dishes we're, we're gonna next year uh we're gonna start it with new year's mm-hmm. um cooking seasonal dishes mm-hmm. and so that's going to be a really fun like oh yeah the thing that we cooked today is appropriate for how it is uh-huh. outside because we're intentionally doing it that way um as opposed to yeah i think also though a lot of games don't have 
the same vibe, mm-hmm. like or as strong a vibe as like these these the game opens with Kigetsu Toya opens with hey it's summer um I think it released in in August or September mm-hmm. yeah I don't know it's like a lot of games are yeah this is kind of a whenever game yeah but this is spe- very specifically yeah. like I think Tsukihime is too maybe maybe less so no, it's not yeah but it yeah. is it is very placed in time as yeah. like it's getting cold out and yeah. something is ha- something is coming to an end mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. okay final um, thing today unless you had anything else on those dreaming drinking moon and it's like uh even less canon uh second half or second part drinking dreaming moon drinking dreaming moon dreaming drinking moon drinking dreamy drinking drinky yeah it's drinking and then dreaming drinking (laughs) so it starts off real goofy yeah hey ben yeah uh why is this after the summer festivals those were the perfect ending yeah, they really were. It's a like. Well, it's because well, this is like. It's a like. Yeah. Yes, things come to an end, yeah. but there will be more times to be had, and so like, it's the perfect ending because it's like, hey, this thing that you enjoyed, we're assuming, we did not particularly. Uh, it had its moments. It but, grew on me. Yeah. Yeah. Like for a sure. moss or a lichen. Again, like a lot of the a lot of the ten nights of dream uh, shot up this game in my internal like metric. But it's like, yeah, it's okay. This game is over, but there will be another one. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you can come back to it at that point. And then Drinking Dreaming Moon starts up, and it's like really goofy. And I'm like, well, it's, oh, this is such a letdown. It's like a post-credits thing, right? It's buried in the menu. Yeah. So it's hard to find unless you like go looking for it. And it's basically Shiki being like, okay, I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> but it's like... There's lots of jokes flying my way. Everyone wants to do more skits, but I'm done with skits. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like... It's like... Yeah, it's not an ending to the story. No. Mm-hmm. It's cheeky back in harem protagonist mode. Uh-huh. Of, oh, all the girls are after me. Ah. It's not even like that. It's more like he's metatextually up, like tired of Kagetsu Toya. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. I guess. Yeah, very a less terrible read. Because what? I yeah, it, the yes, he's you are tired correct. of being a harem protagonist. Is the thing. Yeah, but he's still being a harem protagonist, especially the ending. The yeah, ending of this is there. such a like. Yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's very like. He's like making like talking about all the different skits everyone wants to do, mm-hmm. uh, and is like, no, 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 I'm done, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Kohaku has morphed into Hisui. <laughs> it, There's uh-huh. just two Hisuis with equally terrifying plates of food approaching him from the uh-huh. distance. That's pretty. That's a good. Yeah. Bit. My, my first note is I'll admit seeing two Hisui sprites pop in was funny, but wow, what a letdown! After how much I enjoyed the mm-hmm. festivals, like, yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm. Mm-hmm. I am a person who really likes like melancholy and mm-hmm. or like the thing is is that the summer festivals are like a 
a hopeful melancholy ending uh-huh. and then this is just like yeah but you like jokes don't you uh-huh I'm like well yeah sometimes but oh uh, cl's waving bible apocrypha around uh-huh. <laughs> um <laughs> akiha is cosplaying um what's she cosplaying what's that from from okay Lum. She's Lum. Oh, She's yeah. She's Lum from uh-huh. uh, Urasei Yatsura. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. At least, I'm, I'm pretty sure. She's wearing, like, a type print bikini. Uh-huh. It's very Lum. Haven't watched that. No. That's uh, Ranma One Half author, right? I think so. I was really into Ranma One Half when I was young. I think it's still good. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it in a while, but... uh weird that i would be into the like gender joke book uh-huh uh-huh i'm a sucker for anything really with a gender neutral protagonist uh-huh uh-huh great series i should mm-hmm. read that again i used to have a lot of the books but i think my sister took them all mm-hmm. okay shigi has escaped uh he is sitting under a tree looking at the moon and who joins him Alter shiki uppercase shiki but not inverted evil shiki no this is kahaku conversation shiki uh-huh like the conversation that they have drinking coffee yeah not even that he's not even a murderer in this is he not yes at first is shiki's like oh this must be the the version of him that i had coffee with that one time but then ultimately it turns out that this is the version of him who could have been if he had not succumbed to an inversion right, impulse. Right, Okay. Mm-hmm. He brought some sake, and uh, they have a moon, moon viewing while they share sake and pour uh-huh. each other drinks. Uh, God, Ben, the, well, the, the chapter of Girls Last Tour where they drink, uh, drink champagne and just look at the moon is so good. I'm always thinking about Girls Last Tour. So they have this conversation where Shiki, uppercase Shiki, asks Shiki how everyone's doing, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's happy to hear uh, about everyone, like Akiha making friends for the first time with girls her age, you know, mm-hmm. from, uh, from the Asagami Academy. Uh, Hisui starting to become cheerful, a little, a, little, a little bit happier, smiling a little more. Uh, he's very happy to hear that Kohaku is smiling for real now mm-hmm. not her fake smile because in in his words him and makihisa put her through a lot and he wants her to be happy now uh-huh that's true i suppose it is fair to say that he wasn't fully in control of himself at the time but this definitely posits him as being a better person than he was ever shown to be in yeah because part of the thing in tsukihime is that akiha says that she was scared of him when she was a kid and mm-hmm. everyone knew he was going to invert mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i never really got the vibe that he was a nice guy <laughs> even mm-hmm. before roa took him over yeah or so to speak yeah he's also happy to hear that shiki is doing okay uh-huh and yeah shiki's feeling a little fucked up that he killed him mm-hmm. and he's trying to square the fact that uh this shiki doesn't seem to be the murderer that he met you know yeah we get some very weird like lore stuff that isn't in any way canon as far as i can tell yeah basically this author is using the fact that shiki's eyes did something other than see death 
seeing Akiha's hair, uh-huh. like the 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 hair yeah. that represents her power, um, to mean that Shiki's eyes are completely different than Mystic Eyes of Death Perception and are actually something else, and that he's like recorded the souls of people that he knew, basically, or something yeah. like that. So he's able to communicate with the dead. Uh huh. <laughs> Which you know it is death perception. I guess talking to ghosts is something that that you could make an argument is related to that. Uh huh. Yeah, it's 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 very like I'm gonna drop some lore to excuse this, uh, which is a very <laughs> it's like Nasu does, you know, where he like comes up with very long explanations for why this thing is possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or how this thing is an exception to that rule, so that something that could normally not happen can happen. Except this is a fan fiction author; he doesn't need to do that. It's uh-huh. kind of funny. Yeah, they do a lot of philosophical musing, and uh, there's it's referenced that Yumizuka is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can't see her, but she's like present. Yeah, and like uppercase Shiki's like, yeah, stay, stay alive, and take care of everyone. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have much to say on this at all. No, I didn't take very many notes. Yeah, that's fair. I also am completely lost as to where we are in your notes. It is a long block of notes. Yeah, Shiki wakes up and like the girls are all fretting over him and he does like a like go down the line fucking end of Wizard of Oz style and talk about each of them. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is what I mean by Shiki as a harem protagonist because it's the like, like, yeah, I'm going to say the thing to each of you to like calm you down a little mm-hmm. and make sure that you're you're still friendly with me. Uh-huh. It felt more genuine than that to me. Kind of. It's the It felt more like I'm trying to wrap up each of these characters in this moment. Yeah. But I guess for me it's mm-hmm. the like, oh no, but it's Shiki's responsibility to take care of each and every one yeah, of these. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from with that. Oh, uh, it just doesn't feel like, like it doesn't feel like sexual in the way that a ha- I think of harem protagonist. It's more like this is your family. Take care of them. Yeah, I guess it's I'm the, being charitable, apparently. Yeah, I think for me, it's the like, oh, yeah, everyone gets one line from Shiki and that's it. Basically, uh-huh. there ain't um, much time for anything else, then. I know. But that's the the thing is, is that I think it would have been better served by saying like okay shiki kind of says goodbye to everyone and then has one girl that he's like okay and now we're gonna have like a moment together but you just want that to be he sweet fan <laughs> i would be i would be <laughs> i would be satisfied if it was anyone there's just like mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i i get where you're coming from i think that they are something of a family mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i appreciate that part you know yeah I'm not saying that you're wrong, Mm -hmm. just that, like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's also very meta, right? It's, like, about them as, as like, in a broader sense, right? Yeah. Of each of them moving forward. Which is, a lot of this is just, like, not interesting to me. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't know if I think it's interesting. I think it's just a little more complicated than uh, him being a harem protagonist. That is, yeah. My reading is, I was less charitable in my reading, Uh I guess. And, like... Yeah, there may be more. They may be more there to like talk about, uh-huh. but or to yeah. If I went and reread it, I may find more that I just mm-hmm. kind of glossed over. But I think part of it is also just like the beginning of this. the The conversation with Shiki is like interesting, uh-huh. 
but yeah it's um, interesting it's definitely very it's very charitable to his character right yeah because like again i don't really think that there's much uh to like make him a (sighs) decent character you know Uh like a good guy yeah so the scenario writer for this is takahaya who Mm -hmm. i managed to track down uh, and in your favor, he wrote a harem comedy series called Invaders of the Rokujoma. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where the that's where the harem vibe is coming from. Uh, certainly. Also, directly after this, he worked on a bunch of um, visual novels. Let last one I can find him credited on is 2015. Oh yeah, which is relatively recent actually. Anything I would know? Um, no, a bunch of like uh novels of that era of like oh yeah there's there's a lot of plot but it is also a route-based game and there's a sex scene with the girl Uh at the end of each route stuff like like fate but didn't have the breakout success that fate had yeah Uh uh-huh interesting i some of them might be fine but like i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah um i was like uh, this would have been really interesting if this same scene happened, but with Yumizuka instead of Shiki, because she was definitely a more sympathetic character, even though he didn't know her as well. So uh-huh. We knew her better. Uh-huh. Uh, he wrote that. Yeah. He <laughs> wrote that. Uh-huh. Apparently, back in the day, he made a version of, like, a mini VN that just contained this scene the dreaming uh mm-hmm. the drinking dreaming dreaming drinking moon dreaming wait drinking D-D-D-M. drinking dreaming moon drinking dreaming moon and it had a choice in it that split it so that you could do either way right Yumizuka mm-hmm. or shiki notably i don't know if this is like it can't be the translators doing but it seems like it's stripped out this version seems to have stripped out all of the stuff about the other characters yeah which is almost as if that stuff was not great i wonder what exactly is the what if he took that out when he had control over it again was that like hey we need this to be like a wrap-up thing so you got to put the other characters in too or like did he did nasu add stuff when he took the script that's my my guess is that uh what happened was this was like a special thing that was going to be unlocked once you'd finished everything else mm-hmm. and so it kind of had to have that other stuff in and it would have felt weird to just have like oh and here's a contemplative shiki mm-hmm. and other shiki the whole structure of this is, game is bizarre yeah um i think yeah, yeah i think this would have worked way better for me had it not had any of the other characters uh-huh. stuff. like yeah even though it still wouldn't have felt like a wrap up mm-hmm. at least it wouldn't have at least it, then it wouldn't have felt like oh we're kind of trying to wrap things up but we're returning to the goofy tone of the rest uh-huh. of this game which this just doesn't do at all yeah which i think that's part of why i was being charitable because i was like oh yeah as soon as like he doesn't have supervision from type moon that all, all that stuff goes uh-huh uh-huh so let's see. Yeah, um visual novel writing is miserable to read outside of a visual novel. Yeah. I had a really hard time following this. Uh-huh. Uh and I don't think it's written worse. I don't know how if the translation is any better, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where where I got this translation from 
uh, Beast Lair. Yeah. yeah. We'll put a link to it in the show notes, probably. Uh-huh. Who translated it? I want to just say that. Eh, I don't have it. It's fine. <laughs> you can look it up. Some forum poster on Beast Lair translated it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's let's get through this uh, quickly, I mm-hmm. guess, because it is a little hard to follow at times. Basically, what happens is she's dating right. Yumizuka. <laughs> well, okay. It's Misty Moonlit Night. If you go to forums.nrnervingkisser.com mm-hmm. and search Misty Moonlit Night, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. Um Koto Noha is the okay. form user. Thank um, you for finding that. Yeah, Shiki is thinking about. Shiki starts by thinking about uh people that he has lost that he wish wishes could be part of his life in the way that the other people are. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up, sort of, but he's on a like cherry blossom viewing date with um <laughs> Yumizuka, mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Satsuki. He calls her Satsuki. Well, at after at her request. Yeah. But then refers to her as Satsuki in his own narration, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is interesting. Yeah. It, it feels... This feels like wish fulfillment. Yes. Of like, oh, I wanted these two characters to get together, so here they are on a date. This feels like wish fulfillment from a person who who was like, yes, the Yumizuka route, where she is a normal human and is a homemaker and is a really sweet person. Uh-huh. And normal. Uh-huh. Nothing weird and bad happens. Yep. And I think that I can appreciate a Yumizuka lover as a member of the Yumizuka fan club, but I think that we, me and uh, this person, this author, have different ideas of what makes Yumizuka good. Uh-huh. Anyway, they do, like, some boring date stuff. Shiki's trying not to realize what's going on. You know what I mean? hmm And uh, we hear Len call, calling him master because she's, he's, uh, she's her, his familiar at this point. Saying that she can't support this anymore and like breaking down the dream, basically. Is that what happened? Uh she she says I can't do this anymore, and then the dream breaks down. Okay. It's also him like hitting his limits of I can't believe this anymore and starting to panic. Oh, I yeah, I I took the I can't do this anymore as him. It said master in the same line. Oh, I'm yeah. Okay. He's not calling no one master. No. Uh, except for in uh, He's Sweet Sean and Version Impulse. <laughs> so, right, right, right. So everything goes dark. The dream ends. Uh, he, well, he's still in a, he's still dreaming, but he's not uh, in that dream anymore. And what does he do? Beats the shit out of Len for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a really, really weird choice. Just uh-huh. to be in the middle of this is him assaulting Len. Not... Not sexually assaulting, but just like beating her up uh-huh. for like putting him through that. Uh, it's not great. I would not associate overwhelming anger with Shiki. No, those aren't. No, that's he doesn't do that. On, uh, uh, he does that when specifically when he's going through like his connection to uppercase Shiki or yeah. Nania. Not even Nania shit. It's not even Nania shit. It's all external when he gets angry. Yeah. Uh huh. When he smashes the chair, it's because Roa is possessing him. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Chair Coon. But oh. still. Chair Coon died too early. <laughs> Chair Coon died for our sins. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, he's beating Len for some reason. And then Yumizuka interrupts and explains that she's a ghost and had Len make that dream so that she could talk to him. Mm-hmm. And like have a like couple weeks of starting to go out with him, basically. This is the same uh mystic eyes of death perception don't work that way um uh-huh. but here's my my elaborate fan theory for why it could work this uh-huh. Way. uh-huh there's a lot of that in this too yeah yeah it's very yumizuka as like the childhood friend like sweet girl normalcy thing mm-hmm. which is fine it's fine i like yumizuka as the person who hates herself and is struggling with her uh, urge to kill and eat <laughs> yeah uh-huh much more than i like yumizuka i like yumizuka as a weirdo right yeah because she's always a weirdo she's like a little bit of a stalker <laughs> yeah uh-huh. she's really into shiki even though she feels very strongly that he's a serial killer uh-huh she gets herself killed trying to prove that he's a serial killer Uh uh-huh and then comes back and like has this like weird mix of feelings of i'm terrified of what i'm becoming but also i'm kind of into it Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh that's the yumizuka stuff that i'm really interested in yeah i think i would have i would have liked i would have been fine with uh like literally yumizuka taking the place of uppercase shiki yeah that's kind of what i wanted was the two of them just like even drinking yeah (laughs) and like hanging out together and talking this Uh is like weirder you know yeah even if it was like oh this is the yumizuka who didn't turn into a vampire right Mm -hmm. she's still a strange person and i like that about her this makes her out to be like a very normal like momish character Uh uh-huh i think he does say something about in that conversation at the the bottom of the hill when he's saying goodbye to her for the last time he does say or sorry not maybe not when the last mm-hmm. time but he does say something about like you'll make a good mom or a Is wife he... i think so i don't remember that but i believe you i think she she says that to some character i don't I remember which one he says that to Kiha once, I think. Oh, does? Is that it? Is that I'm conflating those two things? It might be on the walk home with a Kiha saying that she okay. might, she'll make a great wife for someone someday. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh huh. Maybe. Um, but yeah, Mommy Yumizuka theory? No. No. <laughs> the best, possibly my favorite bit in this is when the dream is kind of crumbling and he realizes that, like, She's got the same look on her face as the day she died. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a good bit. Uh-huh. I think I yeah, I do like the Shiki. I like the the setup for both of these scenes mm-hmm. of like Shiki kind of thinking about someone who is important to him and thinking about like, oh yeah, I I wonder what they're doing now or mm-hmm. like what they're up to, but I don't think the execution is very good. She fades away in his arms while he's while she's trying to like say something to him and then he wakes up and like wanders out of the mansion at sunrise and like goes to that hill and thinks really hard and is able to resummon her basically yeah so that she can finish her sentence there well yeah this is the real like he's like oh i have mystic eyes i don't have mystic eyes of death perception i'm just obsessed with death and that's why i can see death lines. and that's why i can see death lines so if i try real hard i can maybe see yumizuka again mm-hmm um it's not great no. i do like the bit of kohaku him like he's asleep when he gets up uh-huh 
and Kohaku is up and she sees him and like sees that something's up and he's distracted by something. It doesn't, she doesn't bother him about it. Mm-hmm. She's like, bye. And just lets him go. And he's like, thank you for not asking questions. I'm going through it right now. Uh huh. I think this is the, yeah, I bring up the, the death perception stuff because it's like, that is such a core part of who Shiki is. And it is uh-huh. important that it is like, oh yeah, he can see death. Uh huh. Not only just for the story, but also, like, thematically, he is dogged by death and uh-huh. loss. Yeah. And, like... He's never going to get over that. Yeah. Just just saying, like, oh, no, he tried really hard and then he no longer had trauma is, like, that's just not yeah. how that works. Yeah. I don't think he doesn't have trauma anymore. I mean, like, the eyes are a metaphor for, uh-huh. like, baggage that he's carrying, right? And yeah. it's not, like, you don't just kind of look at it one day and be like i'm fine actually uh-huh yeah um, i see what you mean yeah it's not my favorite bit no it's and like you don't need an excuse for someone to be visited by a ghost yeah someone who is ambiguously a memory or a ghost uh-huh or a dream you know so much of this game is dreams and memories mm-hmm. mixing and like i like a lot of the places that do that in a good way mm-hmm. and then yeah i don't know yeah. i I'm I'm really down on the original of this because it's such a bummer after the festivals were like, oh, this this is the perfect ending to this game. Mm-hmm. It's like literally perfect. Mm-hmm. And then this is like, oh, this isn't this is back to the stuff I didn't like about this game. I'm higher on it than you, but it's not my favorite stuff. Certainly. Okay. I think that's a wrap on Kagetsu Toya. That's Kagetsu Toya, folks. <laughs> Do we have to rate the ten nights? Yeah, let's do that real quick. Give me a list. Um, I'm just gonna boot up Kagetsu Toya and look at that list. Let's take a second. Let's take a second to uh order ours. Oh, I'm just gonna do it off the top of my head. I'm not. I have to look at it. Maybe I should write down which ones. My uh, Type Moon daily message is that the sound director who is the hottest, eats the most meat, as they found out at their release party barbecue. Mm. Um, <laughs> Ten Nights of Dream, your favorite summer festival. So for you, Kahaku. For me, Hisui. I don't and... know that Kahaku is my favorite of the summer festivals. Oh, Hisui okay. might be my favorite. Okay. Your favorite summer festival. And um, so we're it's a full 12 things. Drinking Dreaming Moon, the Ten Nights of Dream, and the summer festival. Oh, actually, also put, put, um, whatchamacallit, what is it called? Put Twilight Grass Moon Fairy Tale Princess on there somewhere okay. as well. So you want me to rate them all as one big mix? Yeah. Okay. So, Ben. Worst we to best? Took a second to rate all of, all of the stories. We rated, um, Bluegrass, Bluegrass Moon Fairy Tale Princess as one thing. Twilight Grass Moon. Twilight Grass Moon? Yes. Oh, well... Bluegrass is a musical genre. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight Grass Moon. We have 13 things. So, so, 13 things. Worst. Good luck, CL Sensei. Flower of Thanatos. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Flower of Thanatos just sucks. Uh-huh. I, I think don't like it. I don't like the idea that Shiki is trapped in a dream world uh, sexually assaulting the maids. Yeah. <laughs> That sucks. It's bad. Uh, 
I think Good Luck Ciel Sensei is just like it's not funny. It it has one good joke in it, which is more than I could say of Flower of Thanatos, and it's that Roa pays for everything in one yen coins. <laughs> that is a very good joke. <laughs> um I think it's just like it's such a rough way to start the Ten Nights of it's Dream. Such a bad start. I get you. Um Twelve. Speaking of, number twelve. Good luck, CL Sensei. Imogriso. Imogriso. I just it didn't land for me is I think the thing uh-huh. of like what I wanted was a that had the biggest gap in what you thought it was going to be what you hoped it would be and what it is huh? well, I was expecting starts... I was expecting going in I was like oh this is going to be just off the rails parody and, and then, then it, it starts, starts and it's like oh this is actually like kind of tense and fun and like I got jump scared in a visual novel uh-huh there's a zombie there Ben and then it just completely goes off the rails. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, this is fine. You made a fine thing. It's you, and then you sold me a better thing, mm-hmm. and I wanted that. Number, well, what's your number twelve? All right, yeah, good luck. Number Sam eleven, Sam. Flower of Thanatos. Ahisui Chan inversion impulse. Ooh, pretty low for me. Yeah, I think I, Flower of Thanatos for me is like the redeeming quality is my enjoyment of nasu's hatred of the reader okay like it is a meta enjoyment of that story that is not Mm -hmm. it's not good it sucks but yeah it only rated as high as it did because there were things you hated more yeah yeah i think there, there were parts i got enjoyment from i don't think that they were necessarily the intended enjoyment but i do love kohaku's uh like emotionally dead <laughs> tongue blip face uh-huh it's very good <laughs> um if they're gonna put cropped porn on the on her wiki page that's a better picture of her face yeah uh-huh um yeah he's sweet child inversion impulse just i really really didn't like the writing and it has one one or two good jokes mm-hmm. but i just didn't like it very much yeah it's number 10 for me number 10 emo griso yeah griso uh, uh yeah it's fine as you said no. he's been trying to invert an impulse i like i liked the bit where where uh he's we make shiki her dog yeah that's cute i like yeah and then everyone's like supportive of her dreams uh-huh. yeah, that's cute yeah um yeah imigriso has like some interesting bits to it but like it's hard to enjoy a parody of a thing where you don't know the thing the some of the best bits of it are like shiki do you know the story of the Imigiriso? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the, what was the saying? I just listened to that episode the other day. The, the flower saying, you can't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were good. Uh-huh. Um, but still, it's number 10 for me. Number nine. Red Demon God. Red Demon God. We agree on something for once. Surprising. Um. It was fine. I'm just not a big Nani Akiri fan. I think, yeah, I don't think Him that's big the chicken point. I don't think that you were supposed to walk away with that going like, oh, yeah, what a cool dude. No, just like, I don't think his story is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. He was like a shitty dude who got himself killed uh-huh. and uh, 
I don't know. I just don't think he's a great, interesting character to examine yeah. closely. I think it was like fine. It was fine. For what it was. Decent the written. We got like, some interesting not, stuff about like lore of yeah. how factions work, which there, is not something I associate with Tsukihime. Some interesting lore. I think um, if that was Makihisa, that's the most interesting bit of it to me is just like showing Makihisa as like that, like craven little worm, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think some interesting lore. There was something else I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And then you interrupted. I don't like Koma either. Yeah. I think, right, the action scenes, not the best writing that Nasu's ever done. Just overall, like, fine, Uh but not good. It's like, that's the thing, is like, I don't think it's supposed to make you think that Kiri's a great guy, but he is cool, is what they're trying to, like, oh, wow, he's like the weakest of them all, but he's so talented and cool, and he can skitter across the ceiling even though he's human and doesn't have any powers associated with that. Uh Uh-huh. You know, like, he can kick down the door and wow demons can kill him in one hit but still he wins you know yeah it's just i don't like any of that yeah number eight dreaming wait drinking dreaming moon dawn huh it was just too scrambled at the beginning i would have rated it higher maybe if i just read it again i think i just talked about some of my complaints but like everything in kagetsu toy i read twice (laughs) Uh uh-huh dawn i could have could have used it drinking dreaming moon is just it's like i think i would have liked it better if it had just been like oh yeah 11 nights of dream uh-huh. instead of 10 yeah i think that that would have landed me way higher on it because i do i do like parts of the conversation of like it is kind of fun the way that shiki's like oh hey other shiki like here's how everyone's doing mm-hmm. here's like how life is going for yeah. all of us and like that's a that's a cute thing but it coming it coming as a like post credit scene and then just like completely undoing all of the resolution that the um that the summer festivals give uh-huh. is like oh this just feels awful. Number seven. Twilight Grass Moon Fairy Tale Princess. Drinking Dreaming Moon. <laughs> Same reasons as you basically. Yeah. Like it was interesting, but like I don't know that the um I don't know if uppercase cheeky deserved the send off that he got, and I don't mm-hmm. know that the the Yumizuka thing is just so fan fiction and yeah. not about the character that I'm that I was uh-huh. interested in. Yeah, yeah. So, so yours is Twilight Grass Moon. Yeah, I think this is largely down to I. I'm curious where that ended up on your list. Yes. Um, it is like by far the largest of the things on this list. Mm-hmm. It's also so inconsistent with like a lot of the Len stuff, aside from the sex scenes is really good really good yeah uh but there's also so much like we were talking about it on the discord recently um with marin yeah talking about it with someone who's playing through uh uh right now and like yeah i just like very early on ran into a bunch of fat jokes yeah it was like oh cool this is what we're doing yep uh and then yeah we talked about it at length like none of those characters maintain their actual character mm-hmm. it sucks they waver um, so much yeah. but then but then there's such good stuff with like oh finally we get ciel's nightmare uh-huh. and it's like oh yeah she's reliving the trauma of being roa yeah great uh we get arcoid being like oh d- yeah same like oh i am an inhuman monster and I worry about killing Shiki. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. also, like, yeah, she's still chained in that castle somewhere, like, metaphorically. 
Uh-huh. Arihiko at the ramen like yeah stand. what a great really scene. good we do meet some interesting characters all the stuff with um the festival the cultural festival is good uh-huh. kira again is good yeah um i think just like it it suffers from being so large yeah of like oh if if you edited down that to like half the safe third kohaku of of what is there uh-huh. like yeah, it would feel very differently because it's like part of the I think part of the appeal of that is how sprawling it is. Yeah. And like I think playing for a podcast, I may have liked it a little more. I just like, wish they had more jokes to fill that space. Yes. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. More or better jokes. Yeah. Um or rather fewer better jokes, I think would have landed way better for me. Uh-huh. But it's there's so much that is just like either just time filling uh-huh. it's like oh yeah i guess i didn't regret the time that i spent reading that or just like oh this sucks yeah and part of it is just tsukihime as it stands just mm-hmm. doesn't have a big cast mm-hmm. and like only of the new characters shown in twilight grass moon the only one who's really developed is akira who already had a different thing that fleshed her out you know what i mean and the rest of them just don't feel very good well i think that's like you could have yeah i think it is partially the difficulty of doing a looping game like that is that it it would be hard to have character development mm-hmm. in a game like that i think yeah um yeah but so, but skihime doesn't have a large enough cast that's what that, I'm that it is that it that it works with the oh yeah every character has one bit uh-huh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. like stay night's gonna have a lot more characters to draw from yeah just as a rule uh-huh. you know what i mean uh was that number seven yeah number six twilight grass moon <laughs> dawn for me i think much for the same reason of like i liked it better i think at least partially just because it's like it's short it's sweet, short, it's sweet it gets out of its way and like i think yeah i'd like dawn a whole lot what much more than i was expecting going yeah. in of yeah. like it's a it's a, a sweet story about a girl who like had zero uh had had like three minutes of screen time Mm -hmm. less probably 30 seconds maybe Mm -hmm. um and yeah it was like a oh that was like a cute surprise yeah i just like the sad stuff with len i like the one good kohaku scene with uh, with the safe Uh you know Uh twilight grass moon there's just so much of it that there is some good stuff in it yeah even if a lot of it sucks yeah the bit with uh where akiha jumps out from the terrifying haunted house wearing that stupid costume does Uh the meow which Uh will live on forever in our podcast yeah that part rules no that stuff is good that's why i rated it as high as i did which is not very high I think yeah like that is that is the flip side of my complaints about it are like oh yeah it is number seven and not number 13 because there is some really good stuff in there and it's that everything above it on the list kind of like either took something that it was already doing well or did its own really good Mm -hmm. thing uh just like but more consistently than it could number five nanako-chan sos crimson moon oh wow (laughs) fascinating i think a lot of crimson moon was interesting but it was uh very dense and just kind of messy blurry you Mm -hmm. know it's just the writing wise Mm -hmm. i had a hard time focusing on it i think i think nanako-chan for me is i like i love the stuff with arihiko and shiki Mm -hmm. and like oh yeah arihiko kind of rules yeah 
uh it's always been we've always known but this was really just like oh oh dudes rock <laughs> uh traumatized broken people just are great uh yeah i think i i really liked it um the the counterpoint of that is that i don't know that it navigates the best between um comedy comedy and the more serious stuff in it um it's kind of hard cuts between the two and it doesn't feel necessarily the best considered number four story for the evening summer festivals oh um story for the evening for me the ending brings it down so much yeah it's perfect akiha rules Uh uh-huh and she's a champion yeah it's so fun being in her head again like it's so fun having a having a very different internal monologue um Uh uh-huh and and yeah just seeing her with her friends there are some great cgs it's just it's an incredible story except that then the end is like oh but actually shiki's fine Uh uh-huh and it's like no what i liked you stole the thing that i liked about either of the akiha endings and it's like, oh, yeah, Akiha has to live on without Shiki and, uh-huh. like, figure out how to live her life. And now you're like, uh, actually, she doesn't. Yeah. Summer festivals, they're a really great note to end on. Uh, and not much more than that. Mm-hmm. Hisui's was probably my favorite just because it takes so much of her into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I... Kohaku is wearing that white ribbon and he says, I love you to her. And I'm glad that Kohaku is happy. Yeah. I forgot to bring it up. Hisui not only gets a unique background, all of the other girls have the same backgrounds or share backgrounds with mm-hmm. each other. Hisui gets unique fireworks as well. Mm-hmm. All the other girls have to share fireworks. It's I just like Hisui went out to to take those photographs himself uh-huh. for Hisui. Okay, number, number three, three. Hisui. Hisui summer festival. Summer festival Hisui. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same thoughts. Yeah, I think like it's such a it's such a perfect ending Mm -hmm. is like endings are hard and having the ending be like hey music is good endings are hard uh but you still keep moving Mm -hmm. like yeah things end and then life continues we're gonna put that ending music for this episode right it'll be our outro music Uh yeah it just like they feel like the perfect culmination of what this game was going for mm-hmm. and and yeah i i love hisui her writing her writing's great uh-huh nanako john sos yeah yeah i liked it i like arahiko a lot i like yeah. nanako uh-huh uh she's a goofball um a goofball who doesn't even know how sad her story is uh-huh um it's a little too goofy uh-huh um so Really just, like, getting the backstory of how uh, Shiki and Arihiko are the very best of friends is uh, the main reason I'm ranking it this yeah. high. I think if it was more consistent, it might be my... It would be one or two. Yeah. Uh, but it is a little it is a little too inconsistent yeah. there. Number two. Tono Family Con Game. Story for the evening. Tono Family Con Game is legitimately, like, it's funny. Mm-hmm. I'm... I don't want to say I'm not a fan of humor. Like I do like <laughs> <laughs> I like plenty the of Kiha voice. I'm not a fan of humor. 
Uh, I like plenty of like funny things. It's not usually what I come to Type Moon for. Yeah. Um, but like I do like it in this case of like, oh, this is incredibly funny, but also very characterful. And like we wanted to tell a fun story with these characters, kind of outside of the continuity of of the normal world and it just it all works it lands is the thing for me is like oh basically every joke lands Mm -hmm. and it yeah even the uppercase shiki akiha jokes land which Uh is shocking yeah (laughs) it's his fucking photo album fan is so funny (laughs) i could just see that stupid guy standing there doing a peace sign in a prison cell as Uh progressively bigger yeah yeah it i i think part of this is as as high up because so much of the rest of this game shows how hard it is to do comedy Mm -hmm. of like oh it's so easy to just to either be um not like offensive i'm not Uh offended by most of the jokes but like lowbrow humor yeah or boring or jokes um, things that aren't even funny yeah yeah it's just not funny and this is like oh consistently funny and also i just i like all of these characters a whole bunch a story for the evening akiha rules akiha is sick uh mm-hmm. i love to see her run around and be mean to seo akira oh uh, yeah i love her fucking butch roommate uh-huh. i love her stupid roommate <laughs> I love that she gets pushed off of a <laughs> down forty feet and rams into ice hard ground in the middle of winter and is fine. And is fine. Uh, I love that she kicks a girl who's trying to kill her in the back of the head. <laughs> it's a flawless story. I like that we get to spend time in Akiha's head and she sucks and she's just yeah. kind of an asshole girl uh-huh. uh, who's good good at heart but just a bastard. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Who wants to eat a girl? <laughs> yep uh and i love all these things about her and the ending really sucks but like it's such a good ride that i couldn't rate it any lower than this Mm -hmm. i think yeah looking at my list like i value consistency a lot Mm -hmm. over kind of individual good moments Uh uh-huh i feel like for this game i ended up favoring character moments over lore which is why crimson moon ended as low as it did Mm -hmm. and even though the lore of uh story for the evening is that shiki's alive um i was able to ignore that in favor of just good some of the best characterization we've ever gotten for akiha yeah it is certainly like this is the first time that we've seen akiha in a mode that like really goes to show that the version of her from the kohaku root is what's in her heart you know what i mean Kohaku Akiha, after she gets roa power up Mm -hmm. uh it it posits her as being controlled by Roa and then reveals that, no, this is just in her heart the whole time. Mm-hmm. And this story, Story for the Evening, is the first time that I've really felt that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. For me, though, like, I understand why you and Peregrine and a bunch of other people like Akiha. It's just so hard to get over the, the brother fucker thing. But once, yeah. you're, well, once you're over that, it's a whole new world, fan. For me, it's like, yeah... I do like a girl who's a girl boss, Mm -hmm. but like most of all love, what she's being a girl boss about is I want to my brother in aside from 
what we get from this. Uh-huh. And so, like, this story was like, oh, yeah, I can just unabashedly like Akiha in this mode now because her brother's not around to be a sex object for her. Just think of how she treated Akira. <laughs> it rules. She always treated her that way. <laughs> yeah. You're right that it's not like all of, yeah. but it's, it's just so much of her it's, character. It's so much of her character. And this is like, like her being cool as hell for the worst reason. Uh-huh. And you, this is like about Kohaku wrote her. Yeah. <laughs> Kohaku wrote even um uh Akiha wrote her. Uh-huh. She wasn't very cool in that. Yeah. She was trying. <laughs> she sucked, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. Crimson Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. G- give me your pitch. What was your number one, Ben? The Tono Family Con game. <laughs> yeah. Because I like Kohaku. <laughs> surprise, surprise, folks. I'm a big fan of the depressed maid. I love Kahaku. I think Crimson Moon is both... Let's see. I like lore. Sometimes I just really like lore is the thing. Mm -hmm. But also, part of this is also, dear listener, that I didn't want our number ones to be the same. So Crimson Moon beat out Tono, Fam- Tono Family Con game. Uh-huh. But also I like the the formal stuff that it's doing. We were shockingly dissimilar. Yeah. We have very different opinions sometimes. And mine are right. No. But go ahead. Uh, <laughs> the the like formal stuff it does uh, in terms of like, oh, it's doing fun things around Every day starts the same, except that the character who's fronting gets a little extra. Mm-hmm. And there's some fun stuff around. Yeah, it's like minor stuff around uh, text color mm-hmm. and um, and thematically the mixing of I really like the mixing of memory and dream mm-hmm. in terms of like that is what a lot of this game is about. And I think that this does it largely to kind of give lore to the the reader mm. but in a fun way that i really enjoyed it's a sick cg of arcoid yeah great uh, cg of arcoid it's so nice to know what true ancestors come from the moon means uh-huh uh and brunstead is interesting yeah yeah uh-huh there's a lot of like i don't i don't know that i need I don't know that I would have walked away from this game being like, God damn it, I didn't get all that lore that I was asking questions about. Uh-huh. I just, yeah, I think it is, part of my enjoyment is the lore, and then a lot of it is the, like, the formal and thematic stuff that it's doing in uh-huh. terms of um, mixing uh, mixing all of that together in, in into something that feels both like a dream and also is, like, interesting to read yeah uh-huh yeah i getcha um yeah tono family con game it just i feel like all of kagetsu toy is fan fiction and this author is just better at fan fiction than nasu is yeah uh-huh <laughs> um that's all i have to say about that it's a great we talked about it being great all a lot so mm-hmm. uh that's kagetsu toya yeah that's a wrap on kagetsu toya I feel like 
For some reason, Melty Blood to me doesn't feel like it's going to be a, a solid continuation of this world. It, it feels like Tsukihime has hit a dead end after this. That's so funny that you say that, Ben, uh-huh. because I was looking at the uh, art book uh-huh. for or something plus period for Tsukihime. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, Tsukihime icons. Here are half Tsukihime characters and then half like Melty Blood characters. Yeah. Like Melty Blood is, is quite literally a sequel. Here's the problem that I have with it. It is a completely different genre game and thing. <laughs> From what Tsukihime is. I wouldn't say completely different. The thing, one of the things that I like about Tsukihime that I'm never really going to get again is how intimate it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to the far side. And Melty Blood is just not that. It is a famously huge roster of character, of like zany characters. I don't think, the thing is, I don't think that Melty Blood, like OG, uh-huh. has that many characters. Okay. It adds a couple. Must be the next. React adds a bunch. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still not clear on which is DLC and which is different game, but we'll figure it out as we go. Fen's guiding me on this journey. Uh-huh. But I'm never going to get... There's literally six characters who have sprites. It's very quiet and small game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not literally six. It's more than that. But you know what I mean? I think we're moving to you'll another You'll be surprised at uh, how small stay night feels there's like 14 characters at least. like yeah it's bigger 15. but each route isn't it's all it's people from all over the world <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like the consequences are just i guess I, there are people from other places but it just feels so isolated in tsukihime i don't know again i have not played stay night yeah it's so fascinating to me how ben will like Ben doesn't make up guys to get angry at. Ben makes up games to get angry at. I've seen Unlimited Blade Works. I know part of what it feels like. Yeah, I think... I know it's a different thing. I know it's a different thing, but I get parts of the vibe from that. I know enough about it, Fad. I've played Fate Grand Order, which talks about Stay Night constantly. Yeah, I just like... Yeah. If you talked about Skihime, I don't think that you would have gotten to... like. If you'd only ever listened to people talk about Tsukihime, I don't think you would get to like, oh yeah, here's all the good stuff. No, I I agree with you. I'll probably I'm not saying I'm gonna dislike Stay Night. I just know the 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 arc of history for Type Moon. Uh huh. And I know what direction they're moving in, and it's not gonna be the same ever. Yeah. I don't think Stay Night's gonna be like Grand Order globe trotting. You know what I mean? I just know. We're going away, you know? I think, yeah. I think I would attribute more of that change to Grand Order than I would to stuff after Tsukihime. I don't agree. We also can't talk about this with, like... We can't talk about this, Ben. We don't know. We haven't played these games. Ben. What? There's factions in Stay Night. There's a bunch of them. What do you mean? There's like all the different families in the church and the uh, mages association and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like the world is just expanding. Like certainly it is bigger, but... That's what I'm saying. It's bigger. I don't think it's that much bigger. I'm not saying it's that much bigger. I'm saying it's bigger. Okay. I'm saying we're moving in that direction. 
I'm gonna be eating my fucking uh hat when we get to stay night, and I'm like, no, this is better. <laughs> I just like what the fate route takes place in like three places. Uh-huh. There are probably like six or seven characters mm-hmm. who play major roles. Uh huh. That's it. It's more than more than Tsukima. Yeah, because Tsukima is one place, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm not saying it's that much bigger. I'm saying it's a little <laughs> bit bigger. Um. Okay. <sighs> Do we have anything else to say about fucking Kagetsu Toya? I think that's it. How much of Melty Blood are we going to cover <laughs> next time? How many episodes uh, is Melty Blood going to take? Look at our Twitter. Because we have no idea how long that's going to take. Let me look up how long to beat real quick. Just on mic. How long to cook a turkey is the <laughs> thing that... Longer um, than you think. 16 hours is the thing that... It's um, a decent chunk see. of time. Wait. Okay. What? Main story. 26 minutes. <laughs> that can't be right. That can't be right. That's not right. Main plus extras, which feels closer to, is eight hours. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say eight hours is an unreasonable amount to ask that everyone play, mm-hmm. I think. So I would say play the main story. We'll probably do the arcade mode that React added as a separate episode. Mm-hmm. If only... Because I would love for episodes to be a little shorter. Yeah, last one was pretty rough, wasn't it? Yeah. Longest episode ever. Barely. I I fucked up. I thought I (laughs) calculated right. You thought you'd cut enough? I thought I'd cut enough. Yeah. I really considered going back and cutting a little more so I didn't have to say that it was the longest episode (laughs) ever. But then, you know... There were some really meaty stories to dig into on that episode. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah, my favorite. So we'll be covering the story mode of Melty Blood. Yeah, which may Melty or may not OG Melty Blood. Yes. Want to answer an email? Oh, I need more time to think about that. Oh, I didn't read the question. Uh, we got a question about what our image songs are. What our image songs are? Yeah. Fuck. We'll think about it. Um. Is that the one from Aaron? Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. Um, okay. That's my image song. That's a wrap on Kagetsu Toya. Stay tuned. Or, yeah. That's a wrap on Kagetsu Toya. If next... Sleepy. Next up, Fen takes a nap on a wildlife camera. Future fan popping in here to say that we were going to have a Caligula Effect spoiler cast as the end of this episode, but our recording ended up being about three hours long. So you can look forward to that for our next episode. Next up, we're going to be spoiling the heck out of Caligula Effect 2. <laughs> I would say this is not going to be our usual, I'm going to say exhaustive detail. No. Uh, I don't have no any notes for it. No, neither do I. I'm doing it kind of off the top of the head. But we will be 
spoiling a lot of things up and through the ending. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because we want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, It's a great game. If you haven't played it and you like JRPGs, hey, maybe pause this episode and come back once you've finished it. Uh Because it's really good. Uh Or listen to us talk about it and then go play it anyway. Mm Because, hey, it's really good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Do you want to dive in? Yeah. This oh, is... uh, should we we should do our outros then um outro music then plop it in oh okay i think so okay just so it's a good divider uh right so that's going to be after the outro yeah uh you can find us at moonarchive.art that will bring us to that will bring you to our show page uh-huh um just type that into a browser somewhere uh we're part of the abnormal mapping network yeah shout outs shout outs to novel not new uh-huh and apple normal mapping and various other podcasts uh-huh. that i wish i had time to listen to uh-huh. all those podcasts that we what we stole the idea for the show away from well but we're really not a game club ben no we're not we, originally th- we were thinking about it in those uh-huh. terms but wow no uh-huh yeah we thought we're like essay writing club <laughs> before before our first episode a uh, little bit of lore for you fans of ours before our first episode i was like okay we're gonna do like one route per month mm-hmm. that's gonna be kind of our game club and then we started recording our first episode and it was like an hour in and we'd gotten through day one and i was like <laughs> oh this isn't gonna work huh it's just a philosophical disagreement between us and god about what's a good podcast man uh-huh us <laughs> you always say that fan but you always go back to describe he sweet's yukata cover color he sweet deserves it you're always gonna claim that it's my fault it's not entirely your fault i'm not the one taking exhaustive notes you can find me at fennec.moe or fennec underscore fox on twitter that's f-e-n-i-c dot m-o-e type that into a search bar somewhere that'll get you to me probably <laughs> where can people find you ben uh i'm at ben ends on twitter i'm you can follow my, bleh. you can find me at ben ends on twitter and you can find the non-safe work writing that i do at doom gender that's all one day let's meet in the in the, 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 the. one day let's meet in the digital sea
Is there incest in this? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty significant incest, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a big one, Ben. Kind of a large portion of, uh, of that story. <sighs> Could have been sexy. But no. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we're missing? Does anyone die in these stories? Yeah, there's definitely talk about death. Yeah. I hate that I misspelled testicles as testicles. Okay. You're still laughing about that? It wasn't that funny, fan. <laughs> okay. Let me... One sec. I need to turn both of us down a, a notch, because we're both flipping a little. Okay. Let's try that. It was a little funny. You giggled for like a minute. <laughs> fan, 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 fan. Tursticles. <laughs> Fen has moved away from the mic, thrown fair head back, and is still laughing. <laughs> Fen, I'm gonna need you to punch it down a little bit. Fen's rubbing fair face and taking deep breaths in an attempt to escape from testicles. <laughs> We're going to need to wait a minute for Fen to cool off. You need to get up? You need to get some water or something? No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> if we were like a com- like a podcast without a specific naming convention, like the kind where you just take a phrase from the podcast, oh. the title of the podcast, that would unfortunately be the title of this episode. Uh-huh. So he's sweet. Yeah, that's all that happened. <laughs> You're crying. Uh-huh. Um, not like this, Ben. No. This is not the he's sweet content that I was that I was craving. Uh-huh. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. Have you never heard the phrase laughed until you cried? No, no, no. You just sound You're, really like, sad now. <laughs> I'm You've got the wavery quality of tears in your voice. <laughs> so, choice two is to have sex with Hisui. I'm glad that none of the... <laughs> what? I just remembered. <laughs> You're too punchy, Ben. You're too punchy. I can't. We can't do anything until you calm down. <laughs> I know. You need to stop thinking about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny thing. 
a funny word, Ben. <laughs> Digital. Digital. You always like digital. Digital. It's cute. Do you need a second to stretch your legs? Um. I'm torn between wanting to get this done because I don't want to podcast anymore. And yeah, I feel like if I if I get up, I'm going to sit on the couch and then just be like nestle in and go to sleep. Uh-huh. And we we could also cut all references to this. To Caligula effect? Yeah. We don't have a Yuri Tea Time at all, though. Oh, yeah. Never mind. We, we gotta have do to. It. it doesn't have to be a long discussion. Yeah. There's... Yeah. We could also do it a different day if you wanted to. Hmm. We're at 316. I would love to do this a different day. But when can you? Tomorrow? Maybe. I would love to just come in fresh for this. Because mm-hmm. I'm a little wiped after. Mm-hmm. I That's kind of why I was thinking we should have recorded Caligula Effect as a warm-up. But then I would have been wiped for the, the actual episode. For the end. Which you always are wiped for anyway. Yeah, but I don't want to be. Like, I, I felt pretty good about being aware and awake through... <laughs> You're so funny. 